It's time for the Catholic High School League Football Game of the Week on the Patriot. Each week, we'll bring you the best of the Catholic High School League games. Join us for live play-by-play coverage each week this fall. The CHSL Game of the Week is proudly sponsored by Cush Paint, Nahez Recruiting, Balance of Nature, Alliance Catholic Credit Union, and Siena Heights University. Forty degrees on a Friday night in Flint. Chad Bush with you. Jeremy Otto. Also along the way, we've got football for you. First round of the playoffs for right here at Flint Kersley High School. My name is Chad Bush. Brother Rice and Flint Kersley tonight in a cold Friday night. We're excited to bring you action here with Catholic League High School Game of the Week. And our first round takes us with the Brother Rice Warriors all the way up 75 to Flint. We're glad to have you. And uh, let's talk a little about Brother Rice first, the road team. They come into this, maybe their best one of the year was their first game of the year. It was Utica Eisenhower, 7 nothing a shutout as they knock out one of the East Side's finest. And then you go through the year and a nice win over UAD. They knock off the LaSalle, 16-14. to And then a couple losses to really some very good teams in Catholic Central and St. Mary's. Both those teams played each other last week in our game of the week. So couple losses there, nothing to hang your head on. And then they, uh, they take on Garen Catholic in Indiana. They knocked them out, 12-0, one of two shutouts on the year for the Brother Rice Warriors. And then uh, they fall at Lapeer, and that's where the season had changed just a little bit. Greg Piscopink went out uh, in the first quarter with a shoulder injury. He's out tonight. He did not play against Cody in the season finale, 51-0 win last week. So that's the storyline. We're going to see two new quarterbacks tonight. We don't know a whole lot about either one of them, and and they're sort of a hybrid of Greg Piscopink. You've got the throwing quarterback in Jake Coulter, the sophomore, 6'6", 170, plays the part with a size, has a nice arm. And then Ryan Brown, who's more of the running quarterback, 6'3", 180, sophomore, uh, who we're going to see tote the rock more than throw it. So that's really the interesting part. Brother Rice is known for their defense this season, though. We talked about the two shutouts already this year. Uh, they figure to be a tough task for the Flint Kersley Hornets, who are the home team tonight. Let's talk a little bit about Flint Kersley. They're having one of their best seasons in 20-plus years uh, in the Flint area. They're ranked the number nine team in the area of Flint, and uh, their losses are to a couple of respectable teams as well. We've seen a uh, loss to Fenton, who was probably their toughest opponent. After a 4-0 start, they lost to Fenton. A couple losses later. Uh, a couple games later, they took on Brandon. Ortonville, Brandon lost that game 38-26. They have a nice season-closing win against Royal Oak, 56-21 last week. But they're led by a fine, fine quarterback and a kid by the name of Braylon Silvis, a junior 6'1", 175. He's dynamic himself, uh, can run it, can throw it. And that's going to be Brother Rice's defensive task is to stop this kid, number one, their quarterback. They've also got a uh, solid defense that's led by a great story in Josh Truax, an all-state candidate on the defensive line. He'll lead their defense uh, for this Hornets team who wears blue tops and yellow bottoms. Brother Rice in the sweet-looking road whites with the orange helmets. How fitting this time of year as Halloween has passed us. And uh, here are Brother Rice. Maybe this is their season. They can persevere. Coach K now in his third year has done great things. Brother Rice has been on the climb since Adam K has taken over. 
uh, for David Soffron just a few years ago. All right, we'll take a timeout. We'll come back as the pregame show rolls on. Jeremy will step into the booth. We're glad to be in Flint Town for a little football on a Friday night. We're back in a moment. This is CHSL Football Game of the Week. Balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time. You know, I've always been high energy, you know, just going, going, going. And I turned 40 last November, and I just, I was tired all the time. And now, taking the balance of nature, I just feel good. You know, I, I have energy when I get home to still wrestle with my kids and do the honeydews at home. It's nice. I can tell that it just restored me to feeling normal, which is great. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. To end the month of September, Balance of Nature is offering a 30% discount and free shipping on your first preferred order of Balance of Nature. This special is ending between now and September 30th, so don't wait. Call 800-2468-751. That's 800-2468-751. Or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code Detroit. This is John McCullough, and you're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week. Join me Monday at 6. Hey, Warrior fans, don't forget to join Josh Rennell and yours truly, Sean Belegian, for Warrior Football in your home for the Warriors, FM 1015 and AM 1400, the Patriot, in-state battle against Davenport. Pre-game show starts at 1145, kickoff at noon, right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015, AM 1400, the Patriot, Warrior, Davenport. They get together. Don't miss it right here on the Patriot. Welcome to Flint, Michigan, Flint Kersley High School. My name is Chad Bush. Jeremy Otto has joined us in the booth. He will step in soon, and uh, we're having a good old time here. Glad to have playoffs start. It's that time of the year. We're glad to have you with us on the CHSL Game of the Week. It's Brother Rice. They deserve the right to get here 6-3, and three, and uh, they're going to take on Flint Kersley. Uh, we'll be honest, this was not our original pick. De La Salle versus Groves was. That game has been canceled. De La Salle has forfeited that game, and uh, it's been well publicized. You all know what happened. Um, if you don't, look it up. We're not here to tell you all that, but the game is canceled. Season's over for De La Salle, and uh, we will jump on gladly with Brother Rice and Flint Kersley. Uh, we do have our thoughts and prayers and hopes that everything does work out just fine uh, with the wonderful institutions that we do cover and have covered in the Catholic League, and uh, De La Salle, of course, one of those as well as always. So we carry on with Brother Rice and Flint Kersley. Let's look at the records as we dive into these two teams. Flint Kersley, 7-2, and two, uh, and Brother Rice, 6-3, and three, but don't let the records uh, fool you too much, Jeremy. There's some things when you look at both these teams that Brother Rice is a dangerous, potent offensive team. And defensively, they've been one of the best units in the Catholic League, a, a league that prides themselves and has so many defenses that you could look at. And, uh, but there's a lot to like about Brother Rice. We talked about the quarterback situation already, but this is an intriguing matchup, just not knowing what you're going to get from Brother Rice. And quite frankly, we don't know a whole lot about Flint Kersley, who hasn't been here in 20-some years. You weren't even born last time <laughs> Flint Kersley was in the playoffs. How you doing, big fella? I'm doing great. How you doing? Good. Hanging in there. It's a it's a hike up here, but I'm, I'm glad we got uh, have a broadcast. I'm glad we have Brother Rice and Flint Kersley. I'm glad we're 
here in this booth, the heat seems to be working now. Yes, so, I mo- like that. Most it's, not, it's not too often that we we get that. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of open booth here. The coaches are to our right. We're gonna call their play. It might we might even do a live play here. I mean, we might even have an open <laughs> mic. We, Jeremy, you might even get to call a play. Well, that, that's that sounds good. I'll do yeah. a little Tony Romo here. Yeah, uh, we might get to cheat and listen and, and sound <laughs> smart. But uh, anyway, good to see you. I want your thoughts on this matchup. Well, you know, when we saw Brother Rice in Week Three, it seems like so long ago, but uh, not that long ago. And in, in terms of now, we're technically in Week Ten. But I thought they were certainly one of the best defenses, if not the best defense that we've seen or we will see in the Catholic League. And it still stands up as that. I think their secondary is very strong. Their D-line is very good. We'll see Newman on the D-line a little bit more here today than we saw in Week 3. But this is a squad who obviously hasn't got to the point where they want to be in the playoffs in the last couple of years after winning all those state titles under Alfa Casa. But they're a dangerous team. They are a dangerous team. And, and, and we look at uh, Coach K and what he's done in his third year. And we did see the UAD game, and, and Brother Rice handled their business, as we've as they have against UAD seemingly most times we've covered that game. It was a 27-7 to win for Brother Rice over U of D and your Cubs. But but we saw some things there, and, and they weren't without perhaps their best backer, they thought at the time, uh, Mr. O'Hara. His brother stole the show uh, at the running back spot that night, perhaps, or, or gave us a sneak peek. They are a dangerous, potent offense. That, that's fun to watch when all the parts are working uh, there's a lot of talent out there to show out. Yeah, absolutely. They, they kind of ring true to, to De La Salle, maybe a little bit better on the outside uh, this year with La Canaria and Milia, who we're going to see a lot more here tonight as well than we maybe saw the first time. But uh, it's a team, when you when you got three or four guys that you can hand the rock to and be confident, that, that can go a long way, yeah. especially with these high school defenses. They're not used to trying to track you know, three, four, five, six guys when you count the two on the outside that you have to be careful with for Brother Rice. So, that's going to be a key factor here tonight. Certainly, I think another factor is the fact that, like you said earlier, Kersey hasn't been in this position in so long. So there's going to be a lot of energy uh, in that direction as well to try to make a run in these state playoffs. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about Kersley and, and what they have. And we talked about the quarterback already a little bit in Silvis. He's dynamic, a guy that's a great athlete, going to play at the next level. 14 touchdown passes, uh, 12 rushing touchdowns. I mean, this kid's something, one of the best players in the Flint area, but he's got a couple of nice running backs, too, that they feature. This is going to be a challenging task for the Brother Rice defense. They've seen players such as this in the Catholic League. Let's not fool ourselves, okay? But this is a team that's hungry, fired up in Flint. Kersley, they're at home. They've got some intangibles working their way that you certainly have to feel this game out in the first quarter. Yeah, and they'll almost kind of play against themselves, as you were, because, you know, Greg Piscopink, even though he's probably not going to see action here today because of the shoulder injury, he likes to do what Silvis likes to do on the other side in, in the dual threat nature. Silvis obviously really flourishing on both sides of the football in terms of the the touchdowns but this is the kind of guy that you you will see kind of in the catholic league i mean cc has featured it somewhat according to what guy they they go to in the last two three years um gila obviously wants to be that person um but you know it's not something they necessarily haven't seen but i think it might be the best player they've seen that can do it so efficiently at least by the numbers yeah speaking of numbers depth has to be a storyline here brother rice has more depth, more numbers. It's quite clear when you look at it. And, and, and the wide receivers in this game are going to be fun to watch, too. You've got Melia. I really like him out on the outside. I like Lacanari in the slot. 
There are a couple of really tough tandem receivers to defend, and both of Kersley's wide receivers are going to have to play corner tonight. They're very good, both way two-way players. Uh, but Brother Rice doesn't necessarily have to rely on that. Uh, yeah, Amelia does play in the secondary, but a little different playing the safety slot uh, than playing a DB corner position. You know, time of possession is, is kind of a flawed stat at times, but it might be a key stat in terms of guys being on the field. I mean, you, you, you talk about those guys both ways. Yeah. When are they going to get a blow? That could come true as the game gets into the third and the fourth quarter if it's still a tight one between either of these two teams. Should be. It'll be interesting. I know uh, this was. I started leading this broadcast, but it's it's time for you to take over the spots and when those things spring up and when I got to get in, when I got to get out. I'm going to throw that back to you. All right, sounds good. So we'll have a little bit more left in our pregame show. For now, we're going to send it to this week in high school sports with John Johnson at the MHSA office. We'll have Chad Bush's keys to the game after that. You don't want to miss those ever. Here's John. In the long run. Cardinals running, the most important line, and streaming championships. It's all next on This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid. Michigan's go-to resource for student financial aid. Hi again, everyone. I'm John Johnson, and welcome to This Week in High School Sports. Riding the crest of its first perfect regular season since 2005, the Cardinals of Muskegon Orchard View entered the 2019 MHSA football playoffs this week as one of the teams to watch in Division Four. After winning the Lakes 8 title, Orchard View capped that perfect regular season last Friday with a 32-20 win over North Muskegon and will certainly be tested by an 8-1 Sparta team this week. Junior quarterback Owen Swanson has the Cardinals mastering again what those teams of 15 years ago did so well, and that's run the ball. He's a mature kid, and uh, you know I'm, 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 he had questions about it. He wondered, and uh, you know I don't blame him one bit because uh, it's a totally different animal than what he had. But you know you can see him buying in because he likes winning, and he, he's, he's an unselfish football player. And um, you know you, you can really see that that he gets the idea that you know we get more kids involved and everybody involved. We're successful. First-year coach, Fred Rademacher. You can read more about Orchard View football on the second half page of the MHSA website. Both of our game balls this week land in Beaverton, where the Beavers football team finished its first 9-0 regular season last week with a win over St. Charles. Trent Reed ran for two scores, passed for a third, and was perfect on extra point kicks, 7-for-7. And the girls' volleyball team notched wins over Harrison and Gladwin to secure their grip on first place in the Jack Pine Conference with just one week remaining. Molly Giroux and Maddie Paul pace the Beaver attack. Back with more in a moment, you're listening to This Week in High School Sports. Need money for college? You need My Student Aid. My Student Aid is the go-to resource that helps Michigan families find money to pay for college. Plus, they'll guide you through the financial aid process and answer any questions you have. For grants, scholarships, and more, connect with My Student Aid. Helping make college affordable for everyone. Learn more at michigan.gov slash aid. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with Sam Davis. There's an old saying in football officiating that the most important line on the field is the goal line. This is certainly true when it comes to touchdowns, as the high school rule is just like that at the college and pro level, where all the ball has to do is break the plane for a score. One unique part of the goal line under high school rules deals with kicks. Whenever a kickoff or a punt breaks the plane of the goal line, it becomes a dead ball with an automatic touchback. Now, 
Whenever the defense gets possession of the ball in the end zone, it can return a fumble or interception out of the end zone for advancement, except if it's on an extra point or any time in overtime. Thanks, Sam. You can be a referee. Go to the MHSA website now to register. A shift in the calendar makes this an absolutely huge weekend of MHSA tournament action, and with that, a big streaming weekend by the NFHS Network and Fox Sports Detroit. The Prep Zone returns to Fox Sports Detroit this week with three football playoff games each week that you can watch on the Fox Sports Detroit website, or you can stream the games on your smart TV or handheld device using Fox Sports Go. This week's games are White Lake Lakeland at Plymouth, Rochester Adams at Utica Eisenhower, and DeWitt at East Lansing. Coverage by the NFHS Network can be seen on the MHSAA TV website with nearly two dozen games coming from participants in the school broadcast program. In addition, the network is providing bonus coverage of games pitting Brighton at Holt and Pinckney at Coldwater. Visit the MHSAA website for the complete schedule. Saturday belongs to the boys' soccer finals with two games at noon and a pair of games at 3 p.m. from Novi and Comstock Park High Schools where you can watch on MHSAA.tv or listen at MHSAAnetwork.com. And there will be over 2,000 pair of running feet rounding turn four and heading for the finish line on Saturday at the Lower Peninsula Boys and Girls Cross Country Finals at Michigan International Speedway. Coverage begins on MHSAA TV at 9.15 a.m. A one-month subscription to MHSAA TV is $10.99, and buying a pass this week will get you dozens of live football and volleyball playoff games the rest of this month, plus a super Saturday of championships in swimming, volleyball, and 16 football semifinal games. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us, everyone. I'm John Johnson. We'll see you next time. Celebrating its 100th anniversary, Siena Heights University is offering its popular Discover Day, Saturday, November 2nd, for high school students and their families at the Adrian campus. Visitors will have the opportunity to learn about the admissions process, tour campus, engage with staff and faculty, and find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities Siena Heights has to offer. Visit go.sienaheights.edu forward slash discover to sign up. Join us November 2nd and learn what the Siena effect is all about. This is John McCullough, and you're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week. Join me Monday at 6. Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the Patriot Detroit skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the Patriot Detroit. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what's your favorite radio station? That's easy. FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400, WDTK, Detroit. The Salem Media Group, on the NASDAQ as SALM. It's time for the Catholic High School League Football Game of the Week on the Patriot. Each week, we'll bring you the best of the Catholic High School League games. Join us for live play-by-play coverage each week this fall. The CHSL Game of the Week is proudly sponsored by Cush Paint, Nahez Recruiting, Balance of Nature, Alliance Catholic Credit Union, and Siena Heights University.
Welcome back to Flint, Michigan, as we prepare for the first round of the MHSA playoffs. Jeremyano back alongside Chad Bush to bring you the call here tonight. It's the visiting Brother Rice Warriors and the home Hornets of Flint Kernsley here tonight. It's a natural grass field. The lights are on. The fans are bundled together as it's a brisk late fall evening here. The band getting ready to march on the field for the National Anthem. We're almost ready for kickoff, Chad Bush, and we're looking forward to another deep playoff run with these Catholic League teams. Yeah, Brother Rice going to start it out on a Friday night, and hopefully that uh, they can carry their Catholic League flag into the next way. And I tell you, for them, the key is going to be taking care of the football. It's a cold night like this. Turnovers, uh, despite the temperatures, are going to be important. They always are in playoff football. Uh, the, the interesting part for Brother Rice, the key storyline is at the quarterback position, uh, Greg Piscopink, the senior quarterback, uh, dual threat, is out of this contest with a shoulder. He will possibly return next week. If they win, they would advance and play Orchard Lake St. Mary's if St. Mary's wins tomorrow. Uh, in the meantime, Jake Coulter is going to step in at quarterback. Coulter last week, 9-16 for 117 yards against Cody in that route, 51 to nothing over the Cody Comets. They'll also feature Ryan Brown, who will be the running quarterback. Both are sophomores, both 6'3 or taller, both 170 pounds or better. But Brother Rice going to try to run the football tonight, establish the run with a guy who has been their leading rusher as of late, Jeremy, in uh, Jaden Johnson, a sophomore running back. A lot of sophomores, a lot of deep talent. And then you mentioned the move by Newman, their best offensive lineman, Luke Newman, also will play dual. He'll flip and play on the defensive side. That should help them defensively. They're already led by one of the best linebacking crews. You'll find out out there in uh, Mr. Phillips and Sarkeesian, both over 160 tackles combined. For the race, entering the field from the near sideline in their white uniforms with the orange numbers and the orange helmets as well. Flynn Kersley were waiting for their appearance onto the field as we get closer and closer to kickoff. Chad has already talked about a few keys to this game. What do you think? something else we should look for here tonight. Well, I think that Brother Rice has to have eyes on defending number one uh, for Flint Kersley. And this is a quarterback that's dangerous. When you talk about Braylon Silvis, the junior at 6'1", 175, the leader in the school. This guy's the three-sport star. He is a stud, and he has been the face of this program. He is very good. But you also have two running backs you have to watch. Uh, number two, Isaiah Stiverson, a junior running back, 5'8", 190. They say he's like a bowling ball. He's not even their top back. Uh, the other guy that you look at at running back uh, is number 40. That is a guy by the name of Jalen Birchfield, a straight-line runner. So the run game of Kersley concerns Brother Rice. Also, they'll spread it out. They'll do uh, widespread. They can throw it a little bit. It's a dual threat. Many things to watch for, but watch for the Brother Rice offense to attack Kersley deep early. Try to stretch it with their talented wide receiver combo of La Canaria and Milia. Well, we got a number of games around the Catholic League here tonight. We'll be checking those scores on our Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard as well. There's also some games tomorrow, but there's a nice slate of Catholic League teams with the race, I guess, of De La Salle. There's still 10 teams left all throughout, and we're really looking forward to covering this Brother Rice team, maybe that Orchard Lake team, the Everest Collegiate team, as they try to make a deep run uh, throughout the state playoffs. But uh, there's some good representation, as there always is in this Catholic League. Yeah, the, the, this game's just all over the place. I mean, a lot of the games are tomorrow, but... 
you look at the uh, the games going on, and you've got Whitmore Lake and Ann Arbor. Father gave her a shard. I think that's an intriguing matchup, a regional one. Uh, you look at Detroit Central, Detroit Loyola, a high-level team, and, and, and the Trailblazers. And then Clinton and Riverview gave her a shard. That's a real intriguing one. Everest Collegiate, Flint Beecher, North Farmington, and your UAD Jesuit <laughs> Cubs. That is a real intriguing one. Is that tomorrow or tonight? That's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Yeah, Got me excited. St. Mary's and Marysville. That's eh, a snoozer. King and Bedford already underway. Elkton Pigeon Bayport, Bishop Foley. We've covered them all. We're going to cover them all. There's a, so much excitement and a lot to talk about here tonight, Flint. Absolutely. Well, Flint's team has entered the field to the right side carrying their Smoky. blue yeah a little smoke action going there blue and uh, yellow flag as they enter the field and get ready for play here today we'll have kickoff when we get back on the patriot stick with us the chsl game of the week is sponsored by kush paint and nahez recruiting hey warrior fans don't forget to join josh rennell and yours truly sean belegian for Warrior Football and your home for the Warriors, FM 1015 and AM 1400, the Patriot in-state battle against Davenport. Pre-game show starts at 1145, kickoff at noon, right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015, AM 1400, the Patriot, Warrior, Davenport, they get together, don't miss it, right here on the Patriot. Mike Gallagher sees a major victory for our country and the president. Biggest foreign policy achievement in the Trump administration, arguably. Big, big day, right? Huge day for the President of the United States and for this country, most of all. Number one terrorist in the world, taken out by our Army Special Forces. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. This is WDTK Detroit, The Patriot. You're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week, only on The Patriot. Is there anything wrong with being a good sport? Helping an opponent up after knocking them down? Sincerely congratulating the other team after the game, win or lose? Showing respect for referees? It's how we should act every day at every game, because nothing beats good sportsmanship. To learn more about sportsmanship, visit the MHSAA website. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Have you connected with the Catholic High School League Football Game of the Week on social media? Search CHSLGO on Twitter and give us a follow. There you'll find coverage announcements, behind-the-scenes clips, news surrounding Catholic League football, and more. Send us a tweet during the game, and you can hear it read live on the air. Again, search CHSLGO on Twitter today and give us a follow. FM 101.5 and AM 1400 is your home for the best high school football coverage in Metro Detroit. Now, back to the CHSL Game of the Week. Well, whenever your plans for the holidays, Alliance Catholic Credit Union wants to make sure you celebrate the season in style. Whether your way of celebrating is a new home, a new truck, a family vacation, or maybe just taking care of some odds and ends, Alliance Catholic Credit Union has a loan for you. And to celebrate this season, they're offering special rates, including a limited-time introductory rate and a home equity line of credit and a low-rate helping hand loan. With Alliance Catholic Credit Union, you get more than great rates and the latest features. You receive personal expert service that is fitting for any member. 
Find out all the ways you can celebrate the season with Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Visit AllianceCatholic.com. Federally insured by the NCUA, Equal Housing Lender, Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. Brother Rice going to kick this thing off right to left as Flint Kersley sends back a couple men to our left to receive this as they'll kick it into the chilly Flint air. Yeah, and it's going to be Henry who's wearing a new jersey tonight. Henry is uh, going to wear number 30, the kicker. And they may have a new kickoff specialist out there. Anyway, I'm excited for this game. And you notice the field. It's like uh, an old-school grass field. You don't see many grass fields anymore, and it's a little spotty. Sure. It, it spells that there may be footing trouble out there. So you wonder how equipped Brother Rice came knowing that. I'm sure they were well-studied. So Henry driving the football now right to left as it's going to bounce just in front of the goal line there. Taken out by Kersley. Livingston has some space to return. He's going to plow his way past the 20 and up to the 35-yard line here. And that is where this Kersley offense will start. Right out there by number one, Braylon Silva, 6'1", 175. The junior that has nearly 1,500 yards through the air. Another 800 yards on the ground. 26 total touchdowns. They're split right down the middle between rushing and passing. This is a guy we're looking forward to watching. He's a fun one. A guy that uh, will play at the next level, they say. And and a guy who's a Kersley kid through and through. They said his family's from here and, you know, he just he's the right guy to run this program and this school and they're happy he's running the drills. We'll see how he does against his brother Ice defense. He's out there in the shotgun with two wide receivers far side, one of the nears. Stiverson, the lone back. They fake the pitch to him. Just a screen pass left side to begin things here. And Brother Rice is all over that behind the line of scrimmage. Jonathan Tillman swallowing him up. Swallowing him up. It's a second and ten. Yeah, just a little bubble swing pass on the left flat, short side of the field. Brother Rice, a very fast, aggressive defense, and they tackle well. And they wrapped up in the open field. Nice play by Brother Rice to start defensively. They weren't fooled at all. So it's a no-huddle offense, but they take some time to get set up. Two wideouts near side, one of the far now as they switch directions. Second and ten from the 25-yard line on the far hash here. Hand off to Stiverson. He looks to shiver his way up the middle. Brother Rice all over that. Number two. Stiverson, the junior running back, 5'8", 190. He's had a breakout season this year for Kersley. Over 1,500 yards for him as he gains two. It's third and eight. Tackle by Terrell, a kid that's his first year playing football. Number 45, Cameron Terrell. Keep an eye out for him. This is a guy they love and a great story, a guy that's just learning the game and has become such an integral part of this defense for Brother Rice. Trips to the right, one to the far side here. Taking the snap on the clap, and he's going to take it for himself. Here is Silvis as he moves to the left side. But again, Brother Rice is all over that one. Right in his face right away is Ohanis Sarkeesian for no gain. It's fourth and eight. Sarkeesian in the tackles battle with Jimmy Phillips. They're separated by just one tackle coming into play here today. They have over 80. Yeah, 82nd tackle of the year for Sarkeesian. Ohanis Sarkeesian. Jumped up from that outside linebacker spot, filled the gap, kept his contain, made the tackle, punting time, three and out. Kersley hasn't seen many defenses like this. 
For the race, we'll send a lone man back at the 41-yard line. This punt is going to flatten out at midfield. Take a bounce over the K for Kersley at midfield. Turn on its side, and just running away from that is Rocco Milia, the returner. This ends up and down at the 43-yard line of Brother Rice. And now we will see Jake Coulter, the 6'6", 170-pound sophomore quarterback, make his third start on the football field for Brother Rice this year. Yeah, Coulter on the year, 31 of 56, 55%. He's thrown for 397 yards. It's a guy that's uh, eight touchdowns against no interceptions. His numbers speak for themselves uh, at six foot six. He's a potent threat at quarterback, just a sophomore. Trips to the right for Coulter. Is a single running back to his right in the shotgun formation here. Takes a high snap, but even with the face mask, he wants to keep it on the ground. Coulter swims left side, but Kersley all over that as they pounce on him there. About four Hornets all buzzing in his ear. It was John Brown, the principal man, the senior defensive lineman, who was in first at second and ten. Well, Coulter wanted to pitch it to his tailback, but he kept it instead, tried to cut back, and I thought he was just maybe a block or away or, or on the cutback of busting it down the sideline for big yardage, but good job by Kersley to pull him down. He just had four carries on the year coming in, and so I don't know if this is a guy they've designed that run play for or... We heard he's not the running quarterback. Four wide right, still in the empty set gun. Here is Coulter. He hands it off to the man sweeping to the far side. That's Lacanaria. Lacanaria swims all the way to the 45, into Kersley territory at midfield, and finally stomped down after just... Are they going to call it a first down? They're not moving the chains. There's not a clear spot on where this football is going. Yes, they will call it a first down. I was going to say, the official on the far side was two steps in front of the chains, but they weren't moving the chains. Yeah, they were not. But the two guys who had the least amount of carries on the Brother Rice offense coming in just got the first two carries of the game. The quarterback and then Lacanaria. Lacanaria is a threat on the outside. Great speed. Trips left. Coulter wants to keep the football. He chugs it up the middle. Hard run up to the 44-yard line here of Kersley. He's going to gain about four on first down there before being met quickly by Josh Trox. The Kersley defense is led up front by a great story in uh, Josh Truax, who wears number 55. Guy who was uh, burned as a child, 90% of his body. Quite an inspirational story. Fumble on the play here, and falling on that is Coulter. They're going to nearly rain back to the original line of scrimmage and lose four yards, third and ten. Bad snap. And uh, Brother Rice, lucky to get it back. They only lose about a yard. Well, what did we have? Second down? Did they gain a yard? They lost about three in the end. Okay, lost three in the end, gained uh, some on first down. So third and ten to see what they can do here. Kersley fans making some noise. They've come out on pretty good numbers here today. It's been 21 years since they've been in the playoffs. Empty sent here for Pisco Pink again. He motions Patrick O'Hara to the left side, and we have a pre-snap penalty that's going to go against Brother Rice for a false start. Ouch. Back-to-back negative plays, and, and now you're uh, now you're bringing in your, 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 your split, your wide team. We'll see who they bring in, but we know that Brother Rice can do quite a bit with Melia and Lacanaria both out there in the empty set. Trips to the left. Akinaria, Hutto, 
to the wide receivers right in front of us, along with Drew Randall. Two wideouts to the far side as well. Here in motion again. They fake it to him. Just a bullet pass up to the 45-yard line. It's hauled in by Millie as he tumbles to the turf. He's going to gain back that yardage loss, but it's going to be a fourth and nearly six. We'll have to punt it away here. Yeah, well, I'm surprised Brother Rice isn't going for it. Uh, there is a chance, though, they could try to try to draw somebody off sides here. They're about fourth and five, so you never know. Why not take a chance with a draw on offsides? This is Margario in to do the honors. Grizzly has two back. It's Gibson and Drewunkel as he puts a good foot into that one. It's going to die it around the 10-yard line and skip its way forward to about the 13. Boy, the way that looked at on a normal turf field, it probably would have bounced yeah. into the end zone, but this one kind of spinning backwards and a good job by Brother Rice to pin them back to their own 13. Yeah, I mean, you get it inside the is it inside the 15-yard line, you've, you've done your job, and uh, good job by the Brother Rice punter. Hey, Brother Rice trusts their defense, and why not? They said, hey, we respect you. You, tr- you stopped us in midfield. Let's see what you, your offense can do against our defense. And this is the second offensive series. Kersley did nothing, absolutely nothing in their first three plays. Trips to the right, two to the far side. Here for Silvis. He's in the empty set. He'll fake the run and just keep it for himself. And Brother Rice saw that right away and smacked him to the turf in the backfield there for a loss. Tackle for loss. And Brother Rice has had a few already in this game. And that was, uh, I believe, Hutto, number nine. Cross Hutto, the senior defensive end, 6'3", 205. Yeah, thank you for that. Hutto with a nice play, yeah. But again, behind the sticks, negative offensive play for Kersley again. Second and 13 as they scrimmage down the middle of the field here, moving left to right in half number one. Back to pass at the five-yard line. They want to screen left side. It's complete right at the original line of scrimmage. He's going to gain back that yardage, but uh, not much more. Kersley just not comfortable throwing the ball down the field, and, and they thought that the challenge here was going to be matching the physicality of the Brother Rice defense, Jeremy. And, I mean, so far, Brother Rice has just been faster, stronger, and certainly bigger. Uh, but the game is still scoreless, and Kersley, if you're Kersley, you just don't want to make a mistake here. Third and 13 in the shadows of your own end zone. We'll see if Rice, though, pins their ears back and tries to uh, force yet another turnover. Michael Gibson going to summon as a wide receiver on the far side of the field. They send three in that direction, two in front of us on the near side. Third down and a long 12. Keeping it on the ground is the Uh-oh. QB Silvis. He Uh-oh. turns the corner. He's loose at the 30-yard line. Throws to the 40. Now cuts back to the middle and into Brother Rice territory at the 48-yard line. He hops up and points for the first down. Does Silvis. There is a flag behind the play. Yeah, it's a late, late flag. So it's probably a first down regardless. But I tell you what, this we, we didn't uh, see anything out of this Kersley offense. But just like that. Braylon Silvis with a big play, a uh, little option. He cut back on the right side. A slip by the Brother Rice outside linebacker, no contain, and uh, off to the race as he was. But good job by Brother Rice to trace him down as we get the notification on the flag. Illegal participation on Brother Rice, so maybe a coach on the field during the play or a, uh, I don't know, unsportsmanlike. 
So that's going to move them up even further into Brother Rice territory. They're going to march this football up to the 34-yard line. So a very short field. I should say a coach on the field. I thought that illegal participation usually is either a player or coach or something going. I did not see a coach on the field, just to clarify. So Usually it's a warning, sideline warning, isn't it? it is, normally it is. Trips to the right, two are tight to the line here. Silvis looks down the middle of the field, has a man there, and he's going to catch it and run into the end zone. Sneaking in front of everybody that time was Ethan Livingston. And the senior wideout has his seventh touchdown of the year for Kersley. Wow, Ethan Livingston, a guy that has been a two-way star for them, plays cornerback, plays wide receiver. We didn't see anything out of Kersley. It was negative eight yards of offense. But the last two plays cover 87, 88 yards, Jeremy. Unbelievable. Two quick strikes by this uh, Kersley team. I told you, dangerous team at home. And, uh, wow, two big plays, and this game is completely turned and flipped. Four thirty-two left to play in this first quarter. 6 nothing. Maybe seven pending this extra point, and the man who scored the touchdown is going to bury the extra point as well. Ethan Livingston doing it all with 4.32 left. Thanks to another balance of nature score. Pure and simple, real science, real food, real nutrition. More on the flip side here in the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and Siena Heights University. If you need versatility and high performance in an epoxy coating, look no further than Rust-Oleum's High Performance 9100 Direct-to-Metal Epoxy Mastic at Cush Paint in Roseville. Instead of multiple coats of epoxy, just one is all you'll need with a 9100 system. Apply it to steel beams, towers, structural steel, concrete floors, conveyors, storage tanks, and more. It also comes in a variety of colors. When ordering Rust-Oleum 9100 System DTM Epoxy Mastic, mention the Patriot and get 10% off at Cush Paint in Roseville or CushPaint.com. now the CHSL game of the week on the Patriots welcome back everyone to Flint Michigan Jeremy Otto back alongside Chad Bush 7-0 lead for Flint Kersley with 432 left to play in quarter number one and that's is what they were looking for trying to get this offense rolling they kind of get it got it into the hands of the tempo center of the quarterback in Silvis he was able to Move them over midfield. The penalty to Brother Rice tacked down 15 more yards. And the very next play, a strike down the middle. And they have a 7-0 lead as the man who scored the touchdown kicks this off short to the 25-yard line. That's Livingston who drives it there. Pushing it up to the far side is Nico Stewart, one of the up men. And he is able to barrel his way just shy of the 35-yard line down the middle of the field. And that's where Brother Rice will start over again. Ethan Livingston, the senior with a big-time catch. But I tell you, the uh, the quarterback, Silvis, what a strike. And Brother Rice was a bit thrown off after that uh, long run, which set up that touchdown. Two plays. Were they back-to-back? Was there a play in between? No, there wasn't because of the penalty. Remember, right. that moved him penalty. up to the 35. That's it. So what a, what a turnaround. I mean, Kersley had been owned. Brother Rice had been out playing Kersley. Pitch in the backfield here is looking to turn the corners or top back of late as uh, he is able to hit the 37-yard line. We do have a penalty flag, which will probably be a hold. I think it is. It was right here on the near sideline as they came over. Nice run by J.J. 
But uh, they're going to get the offensive line for, a, I think, is a hold in front of us. Illegal use of the hand. And Cheaton Johnson, the 5'9", 175-pound sophomore, kind of resurfacing as they're not coming to the surface in this stretch run for Brother Rice. Not a guy, when we covered him the first time, that was really mentioned in terms of their running back depth. Yeah, he's he's come on, and, and their top yards per carry guy. And Brother Rice has three, four guys they trust in that running back uh, rotation. Two are brothers. Trips to the right now. Looking to throw his Coulter. Pump fakes left, then pump fakes down the middle. Has a man cutting at the 45-yard line. That's incomplete. He looked that time for Rocco Milia. He was on his bottom trying to make that catch sliding forward, but it's going to skip two around midfield incomplete. Well, it was a hitch route slash curl route that was well covered, and improvisation, though, was impressive by Brother Rice. I mean, you see Coulter working with Melia. They improved it, almost made the play work. And uh, you like that, though. That's a receiver knowing that he needs to keep working to get open and a quarterback that's young that keeps working and keeps his eyes downfield. Trips to the right in a triangle formation here for the Warriors. Coulter fading back and looking that wow. direction. He hits his man on the far side and scrambling his way out of bounds is Lacanaria there. That's a five-yard out route from across the field. That's a Division One throw right there from one hash to the other on a line. And, uh, wow, I mean, it only gained, I think, two or three yards. <laughs> but an impressive throw by Coulter. You can see that they're in good good hands here, Brother Rice, uh, for Coulter. Now, we haven't seen the other quarterback, Jeremy, who is the running quarterback. Mr. Brown. Mr. Brown, Ryan Brown. That's Brown with an E. Don't forget that E. <laughs> I would love a brown E right now. <laughs> Me too. As if we need more sweets. Football's up to the 36-yard line on the far hash here. Man in motion. They fake it to him. Sling it right side. It's complete out in that direction and powering their way near the first down marker but a couple yards shy that time is milia yeah little bubble screen well blocked now it's fourth and short coach k in a similar situation as he had before and it looks like they're going to go for it or at least show they're going to go for it Offense stays on the field. And Jake Coulter and company still out there in their white and orange uniforms. Two wide receivers assigned as the sophomore barks out orders left and right of the line here. Snaps, or uh, claps, and look for the snap. It might be a hard count here as they look to the far sideline for an audible play call. And they're going to have to burn a timeout here the Warriors. So with 3.23 left, 7-0 the lead. For Flint Kersley here on the Patriot. What happened? We'll stay with you as these two teams talk it over. Lions Catholic Credit Union is a full-service financial institution for the Catholic community. This year, the Lions Catholic Foundation has partnered with the Catholic High School League to offer $20,000 in scholarships to students attending a Catholic high school in the 2020-2021 academic year. Their fourth annual Live It, Show It, Share It scholarship contest provides families with a great opportunity to help support their investment in a Catholic education. And as always, Alliance Catholic makes it fun for students to participate. For all the details and to apply, visit AllianceCatholic.com. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. Gary will into punt this one away as he sends it 
in the air to the 30-yard line on a line drive there. It's bobbled around a couple times by Kersley, and it looks like they may have jumped back on it. Livingston was the man who touched it first, and I believe number 13 dove on the football and kept it. So with 3.15 left and a 7 nothing lead, Kersley has the football back, Chad Brooks. Yeah, Kersley, a team that uh, you look at their wins. They're coming off a win against a team not far from Brother Rice, Royal Oak. Uh, 56-21. Royal Oak, it's not a great win. Royal Oak's not outstanding. Uh, they they lost to Ortonville Brandon. Uh, did did these guys in the crossover, 38-26. And then Linden was their 44-26 win. So a couple of convincing wins to get the confidence going. But after a 4-0 start, Jeremy, they did lose two of their next four. A scrimmage from their own 30-yard line on the far hash here to begin things moving left to right. It's another screen pass right. They have Stiverson there. He's going to lower his shoulder and try to bowl over a couple more Warriors for some extra yards here. And number two is able to feed his way up for four yards before it dream, driven out here by Milia. Yeah, Amelia is a tough player. Two-way guy, plays safety, plays wide receiver. His dad played at Michigan. He's a doctor, went to Brother Rice. Real good bloodlines. Uh, this kid's a warrior, no doubt. 2.45 left to play in the opening quarter. It's 7 nothing in favor of the home squad here today, the Hornets. Two wide outs left, one to the near side for Silvis. He's in the gun. Claps for the snap. Has it now. Swerves right side. He wants to keep it on the ground. Turns the corner for the first down and more across midfield and finally just tiptoeing his way out of bounds at the 38-yard line. Boy, is he good with that initial run, that burst of speed, and the good read for the field. Yeah, he's got a sense for the cutback. He's cutting back to the short side of the field. He's done it three times now, two with great success. And he's a handful. He doesn't look like a speed demon or anything lightning quick, but... You just get the sense, Jeremy, on this field, and it is sort of a different field. It's a grass field that's a little bit squabbly, and it's been wet. Kersley's kind of handling their thing. They know how to handle it. Rice still kind of adjusting, a bit on their heels right now. So first down and 10 from the Brother Rice 41-yard line here. Two wideouts left, one to the near side. They want to keep it on the ground and up the middle. It's Stiverson who stakes a couple tackles at the 45-yard line. Powers his way to the 35 and all the way to the 32-yard line of things. They started that play on the 40, I beg your pardon. It's hard to see these numbers in the hash marks. So they are going to be a couple yards shy of the first down up to the 32. Jack Hinman doing a great job. He's their best offensive lineman. He's a big kid, 6'3", 275. He wears number 68 with a blue top, yellow pants. He's he's creating some space right now, and, and they're just riding him. But it's been quite a turn. I mean, Brother Rice, the first eight plays defensively held him to negative yards, and it's been all big plus plays since. Rice trying to send some pressure here. They nearly bottled the man on the initial stop there. It was Iverson who took it, or Stiverson who took it left side, and he was stopped at the line of scrimmage. There is a penalty flag that flies as well. Yep, and this one is going back, my friend. This is on the Hornets, the home team. Good crowd, huh? This there is, is yeah. Friday night football at its finest. Flint Town doing it right. Packing this side. It's just a one-side stadium. The other side's a hill and a mound, and there's only two people over there. I would want to be over there on that side of the hill. <laughs> Eating a bag of popcorn. Yeah, underneath the light tower, right? Yep, broadcasting yeah. the game to myself, <laughs> being a nerd. 
and watch. We do football. that from time to time when we yeah. do games by ourselves. It's kind of weird. Second and eleven yeah. from the Brother Rice forty-three yard line here. And in motion to the backfield, they want Chapman. And keeping it on the ground is Silva's here. He scampers over the original line of scrimmage, gains that yardage back. Hit hard, though, as he crosses the 40. Who was that coming in for Brother Rice? I thought I, I thought I saw 45. Was that Terrell? Somebody came in with bad intentions. And that's the first time in the last four plays Brother Rice's defense has made a statement play. And that was uh, whoever came in. That was backward progress after about two-yard gain. Solid job by the Warrior defense to respond to this Hornet attack. 41 seconds left to go in this first quarter. It's 7-0 in favor of Kersley here in driving. Third and eight. They scrimmage from the far hash. Trips to the near side. Looking back to passes Silvis. And it's through the hands of his intended target at the 30-yard line. If he caught that football, he would have had the first down. It was Chapman who was on the ground, kind of sliding on the natural surface here. It'll freeze the clock at 25.6, and they'll be forced to punt it away. Yeah, Chapman slipped. It was a beautiful route, well-thrown ball. I mean, fairly well defended, but that play's completed if Chapman doesn't slip. And uh, he was right at the marker, and it's punting time for Kersley. Livingston in to do the honors. It's Rocco Milia back deep at the 10-yard line here for Brother Rice. Last time he had a chance to return, he just let it go as it was rolling quite a bit on the turf. This one is going to be shaded to the nearest side and going to be downed at the 2-yard line by Kersley. How about the play overall by Livingston? He caught the touchdown pass. He kicked the extra point. He's had a couple good punts. Good job of the special teams unit to get back. That was Michael Gibson, the 5'9 junior who downed him there. It was just 16 and 1 tenths left here in the first and a 7 nothing lead for Kersley. Brother Rice backed up in front of their own end zone here. Ethan Livingston, MVP so far. I mean, who's going to argue with that? Nobody up here in either color. I mean, because that is uh, the guy who has done it all for Kersley. Uh, a lot of game left, but so far he's been the man. They'll line up three backs in a row, so an extended uh, eye formation, if you will, here. As Coulter's under center, they want to hand it off, but nothing moving there. As this is up just shy of the five to the four-yard line. So that's right where the line of scrimmage is. It's going to be second and pretty much ten. Yeah, and right in the middle of it is Josh Truax, 55. He's, he's a big part of the success of the Hornets. That's the end of the first quarter. Seven, nothing lead for Kersley. A second and nine and a half when we get back for the Warriors. You're on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot is sponsored by Balance of Nature. Balance of Nature. Changing the world one life at a time. I do see a difference already since I've begun balance of nature that's why i went from one trial order to ordering it for my wife and our kids and i even gave a a batch to my mom i see enough of a difference where i'm excited to continue my dream is like that the whole world would be taking this i would just like to rain down balance of nature this is the easiest most natural and potent way to take care of yourself Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. To end the month of September, Balance of Nature is offering a 30% discount and free shipping on your first preferred order of Balance of Nature. This special is ending between now and September 30th, so don't wait. Call 800-2468-751. That's 800-2468-751. 
888-888-7751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code DETROIT. Coverage of the CHSL Game of the Week continues on the Patriot. Second down and 10 for this Warrior offense as they scrimmage from their own four-yard line here. Colts are going to keep it on the ground as he moves right side. And, boy, there was no room there as Kersley was up in his grill right away. And he stopped about a yard and a half in front of their own end zone here. That was almost a safety, and he slipped. Again, it's footing. And, and in these games, I mean, you know, you come with long cleats, hopefully, both teams, and... This is a serious concern. Coulter had some running room, slipped and fell, and he's just in front of that goal line, maybe by a couple inches, Jeremy. So third and 12 as they go to the shotgun now. Two wideouts near side, one to the far. Coulter claps, gets the football, knee-high snap, floats it out far side, has a man there. He dives. He can't make the catch, though. Through the hands of the senior running back, Patrick O'Hara, he would have had that first down, plus about 15 more. It was Ethan Livingston who is step for step with him on the far side. This is going to be a dangerous punt on fourth and 12 in the shadow of their own end zone. Sure is. Well covered by who else? Livingston. He's been great on both sides of the football. I like the play call. Throw it up. Let your players make plays on the perimeter. And uh, well covered. Good high school play both ways. And punting time for Brother Rice. And, yes, dangerous, Jeremy. Punter's on his heels. Is that Henry? That would be Margirio, I believe, as the snap was a little high. He handled it well. It's a low line drive type of punt as it's going to spin its way past the 30 and be downed at the 34-yard line in Brother Rice territory. So another short field here for Flint Kersley. Already up 7 nothing with 11 minutes left to go in this young second quarter. Yeah, and there have just not been many games this year where this Brother Rice defense has been tested uh, as they're being tested here on the road against a, a Flint Kersley team that can score the football a little bit. We talked about the weapons at quarterback, but uh, 56 points they put up against Royal Oak. I know Royal Oak isn't having the best of years, but they scored 26 against Brandon. They scored 44 against Linden and uh, put up 54 against Schwartz Creek. So it's a team that can be explosive at times. Two wideouts left, one to the far side here for Silvis. He's in the gun. Man in motion to the near side is Ethan Livingston. Reverse. And then give it back to Silvis. He has room to throw, has it left side. It's Livingston who makes the catch at the five-yard line, and he's into the end zone. He raises both hands up in the air because Flint Kersley is trying to pull up an upset up 13-0. 34-yard flea flicker. It was a double reverse pass. Both wide receivers had it, flipped it back to the quarterback, and wide open down the left sideline. Who caught that? Was that 13 Livingston? again, yeah. Livingston again. Catches it wide open, well executed, and it's 13-0. And Brother Rice a bit shocked right now with what's happened in Flint, Michigan here tonight. Livingston going to be in to attempt the extra point here as well. Kind of been the everything man in this game for Flint Kersley as the snap is down, the hold is down, and... Booming is the kick, but it's no good as it uh, is going to squirt left. So 10.52 left. That's another balance of nature. Score pure and simple. Real science, real food, real nutrition. 
More in the second quarter when we get back to the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Cush Paint and Nahez Recruiting. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena. A Catholic university located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. You're listening live to the CHSL Game of the Week. Thirteen nothing, the lead for the home squad here today. Flip Kersley with ten fifty two left to play in our first half. The man who's been doing it all today, Livingston, teeing it up. He's going to squid this one on the ground. Bounces about thirty five yards to the opposing. 30-yard line, and slotting on that and keeping it on the ground is Ben Sacco, the senior wide receiver. This squad led by Caleb Four in his third season on the other side for Flint Kersley is doing a really good job. First time in the state playoffs since 1998. Brother Rice, in the meantime, has all kinds of state championship appearances, late-round playoff appearances. Since then, it's quite the matchup. Single wide receivers on each side, keeping it on the ground of the Warriors here as they turn and hand it off to John Lockwood. The senior downhill runner is going to cut forward for about five yards on first down. Yeah, this Brother Rice offense, too talented not to get something going against Kersley. I mean, this is something that they respect the defense, but there are matchups they can expose. Watch for things to change on this series after some adjustments. I think they're going to put up some points tonight. We have not seen Brown in a quarterback yet either. Keep an eye on that. Second and a short six. They shift to the pistols. Single wide receivers on each side. Turn and hand off once again to Lockwood as he powers his way forward for another yard. So this is going to bring up a third and manageable here. About three to go as they'll call it again a 2 at 10 2 Left to play in this first half. Brother Rice offensive line, uh, they feel they can get some yards behind their big boy, Newman. There's others up there, too. It's a team that played a lot when Coach K was in his first year with a lot of young guys. Third and three, Lockwood, dirty jersey and all, going to take this handoff, but he is rocketed behind the line of scrimmage. Boy, three or four Hornets all up in his face that time as they pushed him behind. Silvis was in there, the quarterback, 23. Austin Lewis was also in there, the linebacker, and that is going to be no game. Fourth and three. Brother Rice again, just unable on third down to convert, and they're going to have to punt. Had several, I believe, fourth and or third and third and mids, third and shorts, unable to convert. They got to punt again. They line up to go for it here as they reverse the football and try to chuck it there, throwing the football that time. We do have a timeout on the field. It was Patrick O'Hara who heaved it. Timeout Kersley before that snap with nine and change to play in a 13 nothing first half. Yeah, Brother Rice thinking about going for a little trickery. They forced Kersley into a timeout and I tell you what, Flint Kersley's here to play ball, and they've had what a 21-year gap of not being in the playoffs. And you talked about all the appearances that Brother Rice has had in between that time in the playoffs, and 
let alone state titles. Where they sure. had five or six state titles in that span. Uh, so you've got a program that has been at the top, working its way to get back to the top, but certainly near it. And then Flint Kersley out of nowhere doing what they're doing. And I'll tell you what, they, they have a high regard and respect uh, for Brother Rice. And, and we did talk with uh, their, their head coach and, and Caleb Ford, a guy who played at, at Saginaw Valley. And he talked, he said, uh, hey, look, Brother Rice, perennial state power, great athletes, very well coached. He said, look, it's going to be a physical game. It's it's what it's going to come down to. And he was excited to face a team with such great rich history like Brother Rice. And he said, I, you know, I think we're up for the challenge, but until we get out there, we're not going to know. They've been up to the challenge, but there's a lot of chicken left in the bone. Ray Margario into punt this away. They sent two back initially. Then they're going to bring that other man rushing in at the punter. That was drink wine, and this is going to float free at the 41-yard line here are the Warriors, and that is where they're going to take the football back. So 8.53 left, 13-0 the lead for Flint Kersley, and Brother Ice looking to, uh, or sorry, Kersley taking this back here. Is what I meant to say, and they are looking to put together another drive to go up three scores possibly here. 13-0, partner. A touchdown in the first, a touchdown uh, in the early moments of the second, and here they are with the football uh, just outside of midfield on their own field with a packed house feeling good. Uh, this is danger point for Brother Rice. I mean, maybe they have to lean on some of their defensive playmakers to make a play, get the football back, because one more touchdown is going to be tough to be down three scores uh, on the road. Empty set here for Silvis. He has trips to his right, one of the far side. Stiverson will join him in the backfield now as he moves to his right hip. Gets the football, moves left side. Brother Rice read that all the way very well. Ryan Brown, one of the guys we've been told we'll probably see at quarterback. The principal man in there for Brother Rice. It looks like also Andrew Hyde. Yeah, Sarkeesian, a big part of that play too. Kept his contain on the outside as the outside linebacker. And that's the defense we got used to seeing Brother Rice in the first two series for the Hornets. Uh, they're they're getting back to their defensive ways here. Again, this is a defensive unit that has just been stellar all season long outside of a couple of games where they let the, lead, let the lid get a little loose. Shotgun formation here for Silvis. He takes the snap on a clap, pitches it to the backfield. Samerson there trying to get the edge again. The Warriors reading that pretty well. Developed a little slowly. That allowed the Brother Rays defense to converge upon it quickly. It was Jimmy Phillips. The senior, 6'1", 195-pound linebacker who stops him for a gain of one. It's third and nine. Phillips filling the hole. Boy, he comes up quick. And uh, he's at the top of the leaderboard for tackles on the year. Along with Sarkeesian, you see why. Both their linebackers are outstanding. Phillips, Sarkeesian, they're deep there. This is a big third down, Jeremy. 7.29 left to play here in quarter number two. It's 13 nothing. Kersley. Trips to the right, one to the near side. Shotgun snap again for Silvis. He has it. Backs up to the 30-yard line. Has time to throw. It's over the outstretched right arm that time of Jace Chapman. He was covered well by Jimmy Phillips. He was at the 40-yard line. The football going to bound its way to the 45, and they'll be forced to punt it away in a fourth and nine. Yeah, Brother Rice with some nice pressure, too. But they had pressure, but they also had their eyes on the quarterback and spied him. That's a big play. Smart play by the Brother Rice defense, and they get out of town back to punt. Milia 
back deep for the Warriors here. It's Livingston in to punt it away with his right foot. Camps out at the 28-yard line. Receives a snap just below the numbers. High hang time on this one. It's going to float its way to the 25. Millie with a good swerving move. Gets Watch by. Out. Watch now out. hits the far sideline. Has the 35-yard line. Still in his own territory. Moves up to the 45 and finally pounced on there at the 46-yard line. Connor Cooper was the man to save a huge return. It was a good one in the end for Millian. A decent field position start here for Brother Rice with 6.59 to go. We tried to handicap this game, and we said, all right, where does Brother Rice fit in the Detroit area? Where do they? We, we know they're good. They're 6-3. and three. They play one of the best leagues in the state. Then we said, all right, well, how good is Kersley? They're, they're the ninth best team in the Flint area. Lapeer, of course, is the, the, the top. The number two team is Davison. Sure. A team that De La Salle... Uh, really dominated. 22 nothing. yeah. Brother Rice beat De La Salle. So uh, things sort of so far have not mixed out as we thought. Trips to the right, one to the far side, skipping snap and just falling on one knee is Jake Coulter acting like a catcher there. He's usually on the other side in baseball on the bump, but he's able to save a monster mistake. Instead, it's a loss of about six back to the 41. Yeah, second time tonight they've had trouble with a snap and quarterback exchange in this shotgun formation. So second and 15 from their own 41-yard line. Trips to the right this time. They want to keep it on the ground, and there's no space for Jaden Johnson. He's brought down right at the line of scrimmage. Like a cannon shooting there was Connor Cooper. It's third and 15. This Hornet defense is sneaky good. They're undersized, but they're quick. They play very good team defense. They don't miss tackles, and uh, they've been in the right spot. It's hard to say that they have uh, had anything less than a perfect defensive performance so far. Six minutes left to play in the second quarter. 13-0 the lead for Flint Kersley. No big plays yet for Brother Rice. I'm surprised. I'm shocked. Coulter in the shotgun trips to his right. The big 6-6 body drifts back for the snap. Has a man down the middle of the field. That's Lacanario at the 30-yard line. Hits him in stride to the 20. He's going to easily cruise to the right side of the end zone for a Brother Rice touchdown. 5-35 and 35 to go. It's 13-6. Yeah, that's what Brother Rice does. I mean, where has that been? I mean, that's what we thought we were going to see. Attack him, attack him, attack him. They did it, and they strike with Lacanario, a guy that's been their best receiver all season long. They got thunder, they got lightning, and we see the arm by Coulter. Big play by Brother Rice, and if you thought they were out of it, think again. They've cut the lead in half. Brady Henry is in to attempt the extra point here. Guy that they view as getting better. He's been with them for a couple years now, and he's going to kick that over the bottom bar for a good extra point. 13-7 with 5.35 to go. Thanks to another balance of nature. Score pure and simple. Real science, real food, real nutrition. The end of the second quarter when we get back here on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and Siena Heights University. This is Stephen Nahez with your automotive technical recruitment update. Automotive suppliers and OEMs continue to struggle to fill key professional technical roles. Nahez Recruiting in Allen Park has found the hidden professional automotive candidates and experts you need by screening nearly 2,500 candidates each week. Look us up at NahezREC.com. 
or NahezRecruiting.com. Nahez Recruiting is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School Game of the Week on The Patriot. Now, back to the CHSL Game of the Week. Nice strike down the middle of the field. It's Jake Coulter to Coral Lockin area. Sophomore to sophomore connection makes it 13 to 7. Flint Kersley with 535 left to play in quarter number two. Returnable ball here for Livingston. Takes the long winding kick at the 25 yard line. Slips and falls as he crosses the 30. He galloped his way down to the 34 yard line. We do have a late flag that comes in as well. How about Cole Lacanaria, the sophomore, his seventh touchdown catch of the year, 59-yarder from Coulter. And that was a nice strike. I think it was a streak route or a post route. And the DB, the safety for the Hornets, just went over the top of it. But what a beautifully thrown ball uh, by Coulter. And Lacanaria did the rest, blew himself into the end zone. And uh, he's been a young man now over 600 yards on the year, Jeremy with a seventh touchdown catch of the season. Check some scores in our Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. King up 20 to nothing over Bedford. Oak Park up 6 to 3 at halftime over Farmington and River Rouge with a 21 nothing lead over Mumford as well. First down and 10 for this Kersley squad from the 14-yard line down the middle of the field. They send trips to the far side. Play action as Silva's going to keep it on the ground and into his own hands. Powers across the 20-yard line up to the 21. Gains 8 on the play. And Silva's a big reason why this Kersley offense was able to get going in quarter number one. Yeah, and same play, Jeremy. Just a, just a, I don't know if it was a preset play or pre-call to cut back, but he's done it now, whether it's improv or whether it's play call from the huddle. Very impressive with his cutback ability, and especially on the weak side near this sideline. He's in the shotgun with Stiverson to his left. Now he moves to the right hip, trips to the right. One to the far side here. They want to keep it on the ground. Stiverson moves left side. Zigzag motion gets him some free space. And the first down, plus three more yards as he bowls over a Brother Rice defender at the 25-yard line, up to the 27. And Isaiah starting to get loose, the 5'8 junior running back. Yeah, he's their main dude. Uh, over almost uh, 1,200 yards this year, 11 touchdowns. Uh, a guy that's very tough to defend, a downhill runner, as you mentioned. His feet and his footwork also much better and improved from a year ago. So the football up to the 28-yard line here in the near hash. 4.26 remaining and a 13-7 lead for Kersley. Trips to the right, one to the near side here as Kersley marches right to left. Claps. For the snap here, he takes it, hands it off right side as Stiverson scurries between the tackles for a gain of maybe three on first down. Yeah, Phillips in the middle of that, sticking his nose in there, undersized a little bit, but I'll tell you what, he's a tough cookie and knows for that football, and he stopped that uh, lead option play. Not much doing there. So second and seven as they march the football up to the 31. Two wideouts right, one to the near side here for Silvas. 6'1", 175-pound junior quarterback leading this offense down the field. Stiverson, now they're going to fake it and keep it on the ground in the hands of Silvas. He turns the corner and barrels his way past the 40-yard line up to the 44 for a first down. Yep, 15-yard gain. Right up this near sideline, once again, there's a little read option. He kept it, 
Fed it into the belly. Nice fake. Carried it out. Previous plays. Set it up. Well gained down the near sideline for Silva. Starting to see why he's a play. You know who he'd be a great fit for? He'd be a great fit for the, the team that plays right up the road at Northwood. That runs the Woodbone offense. Do they still run that up there? I don't know. That's a good question. That's a Sean Belegian question. <laughs> if it was Sean, you'd have an answer. See, that's what you get for bringing me up here. I know. What Sean. are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that team anymore. <laughs> oh, boy. I lost the scout on uh, the Northwood offense. They had a – who was it that they had at quarterback there? Was It uh, It was a Brother Rice kid yep. from like four or five years ago. I can't think of his that's name right. right now, but he would do that about. well. Yes. He ran the football well. He's a perfect setup for that, Silva, and he can throw it too. I, I tell you what, he's a dangerous matchup for Brother. But Brother Rice has changed this game with that lock and area play. Really on offense, that's all they've had. But it doesn't matter. Momentum came back. All Kersley had had in the beginning was nothing, and then they strike for two plays and a touchdown in the moment. It's all confidence, and Jeremy, right now it could go either way, but time is running down in this half. First down and 10 for Kersley is a scrimmage from their own 44-yard line here, driving them. Trips to the right, all bunched up. Play action here. Silvis wants to throw, has some time. Brother Rice collapsing on him now, just over the outstretched arms of Ethan Livingston. But like Chance said, a better play by Rocco Milia. It didn't look like Livingston had a chance, but he just kept his feet moving and stretched out as far as he could. It was off his fingertips in the end, and right there... On his back the whole time was Milia as well. Yeah, I didn't think Livingston had a chance, but he just stuck that glove out and it stuck to him. And Milia didn't give up on the play, and he knocked that thing out of there. That's why they love Milia, knows the right spots, didn't give up on the play, and made a knockaway last-second slap to save a big game. Second down and ten, trips to the right once again. Stiverson the lone back to the right hip of his quarterback. Brother Rice might send some pressure here on the defensive front. Fake the handoff. It's a floating screen to the far side. That's going to dribble its way out of bounds. That's a live ball. That's a live ball. It's a behind-the-line scrimmage. It's a lateral, Jeremy. That was Jace Chapman, who was the man to the right side looking to catch that football. And that's going to bring a third down and ten. They're not going to mark that as a backwards pass. How? That was three yards from behind the line of scrimmage. Hmm. He threw it backwards. Forget the line of scrimmage. That doesn't matter. He threw it backwards. And they're going to call that an incomplete pass. Wow. That's a break for Flint. So two targets aside here for Silvis. Sends Chapman in motion again to the far side. That sends trips to his right. Takes a snap. Backs up to pass at the 35-yard line here. Floats it in time and incomplete to Stiverson on the far side. He roams, has some free space to run past the 40. Bounces up to the 30-yard line all the way down inside the 10. What a run and catch by Stiverson. Stiverson, the uh, 5'8", Bowling ball down that right sideline in the flat. And uh, Brother Rice didn't cover the flat there. Stiverson with a run down the right sideline and a big play on third and long. Man, oh, man. Kersley keeps it running. 2.57 left to play here in the second quarter. 13-7 the lead for Flint Kersley. They're looking for more. Here is a scrimmage from the Brother Rice 16-yard line. One thing to note, Jeremy, Kersley does not have a kicking game. They do not have a field goal yet this year. Yeah, Livingston takes all the extra points, but 
McChance says they have not attempted anything in terms of a field goal as Silvis will keep it up the middle. Strong run here on first down again. He's going to gain a chunk of four, and he is really why this offense has regenerated between the end of the first and the second quarter. On the other hand, Brady Henry, the kicker for Brother Rice, they're fairly confident in. The guy that's gotten better from a year ago, kicking with confidence, has range all the way to 45 yards. 2.28 still left to play in quarter number two here. It's 13-7, Kersley. Pistol formation. Now they'll shift it to pretty much a shotgun. Two wideouts left, one to the far side. Stiverson has it up the middle, not being brought down on first contact. Still chucking his way, looking and sniffing for that first down, and he has a plus three yards. Wow, did he cape on his feet there and move it inside the five to the four-yard line. And there's a late, late flag that comes in at the tackle by Tillman. Interesting. And Flint Kersley's coaching staff seems very disappointed. One brave coaching staff member is wearing shorts. Mm. How about that? Yeah. Shorts and gloves, though. Yeah. With a single sweatshirt. They kind of offset, don't they? <laughs> the props he was going to get for the shorts is offset by gloves. So unsportsmanlike is the call against Kersley. Oh, wow, that's huge. With 2.09 to go, and again, no kicking game to speak of. Or wait, it was offset, so they... No. Called it on the Warriors as well. Well, these uh, these penalties. I don't think so. I think they've. I think it's going back, Jeremy. But I agree with you. They made a signal that was a bit complicated. They did signal Brother Rice's way and Kersley's way. Correction, correction. Unsportsmanlike. So that was after the play. It should be just first and goal, right? Although it's it not. Is. I believe you're right. The sticks are still out there. And the sticks, I think, do say first down. They do. Yeah, it's first down again. It's just 15 yards further back, I guess. Big play, though. I mean, you talk about a a personal foul play, and you're on the goal line. Put a star next to this one. Yeah, they are going to take the chains away, so it's a long first and goal. It's back from the 19-yard line. Kersley would have benefited from it not being a goal situation at this point. Right. Two wideouts aside, Silva's still out there in the pistol formation. Stiverson, the lone back behind him. Man in motion to the near sideline. That's Phipps here. Back to pass. Looks left side. Has plenty of time to throw. Now the pocket collapses on him as the Brother Rice Warriors sent a couple men, and he's just going to have to scamper his way out of bounds on the far side, maybe gaining a couple yards as he moves past that line of scrimmage up to, let's say, about the 17-yard line. You know, when you're the more athletic team and you have a field like this, it sort of neutralizes that athleticism. And, and you know, not making excuses for Brother Rice, but your athleticism is certainly more limited on a field like this than it would be at, say, I don't know, a turf field like most teams would play at. A minute 48 still left to play in the second quarter. The clock stops because he, he scrambled out of bounds. Trips left, one far side. Stiverson in the offset pistol here, and keeping out of the ground is Silvis. Breaks through one tackle, fumble on the Bubble. play. They got it. Loose, and the Brother Weiss Warriors think that they have recovered this football. Still a scramble at the bottom of the pound, a bunch of mud being dug up, and it is Brother Rice football. The Warriors' defense, we were calling for trying to get them to make a play, get the ball back. Here they are, uh, about a foot away from the from the goal line. The defense 
up against it. They make a big play, force a fumble. They get it back with 140. With that offense, they've got a timeout to work with. That's a not an eternity, but that's enough time for them to get something done here and get points. It was Cross Hutto who came out of the bottom of the pile with that football in his right hand. So Jake Coulter coming back out there, the sophomore QB in the shotgun. Trips to his left, one to the near side. Looks for a short screen, but Kersley was all over that. They're going to take him down for about a two-yard loss. Yeah, left him out to dry. Wasn't blocked well enough. Uh, great throw. They had Randall in the far side, but just not enough blocking in front of him to get him loose. Well defended by Kersley, too. Give him credit. They've defended those bubble screens well. Football is back to the 14-yard line here at second and 12. Trips to the right. For Jake Coulter, takes a snap, feeds it left side through the hands of his intended target. And boy, was that a juicy football, as John Lockwood put up both hands and had no chance to catch that football. Nobody. Well, he crossed him up. Lockwood called for a changeup, and Coulter threw a fastball. I mean, otherwise, he's running down the left sideline untouched. Good play diagram and, and just too hot. That's a sophomore quarterback got excited, saw his guy in the flat, Jeremy, and just fired it. Third and 12. The Kersley fans making some noise below us. A minute six to go here in quarter number two. Three timeouts for Kersley remaining. That could rain big here. Low snap and his knee floats a good ball far sideline. It's incomplete for double coverage there. Looking on the far side again for Rocco Milia. They've done a really good job as Kersley defending him. And Kersley going to get a chance, maybe with a short field here, depending on what happens with this punt on a fourth and 12 with a minute one left to play. Yeah, the Kersley defense double-teamed Millie on that far side, had great help from the safety spot, Silvis. And, uh, hey, it's punting time for Brother Rice. Just like that, there's a minute one to go. Kersley thinks they could potentially get something going offensively with this much time left. They send back two men, Silvis and Drinkwine. They're camped out in Brother Rice territory at the 42-yard line. Flag down before this punt is driven forward. It's going to spin its way up to the 46-yard line and be downed there by Brother Rice's Jimmy Phillips. We'll check this flag. It's all the way back at the 11. It's a false start procedure against Brother Rice. Interesting to see if they'll take this penalty or not. They won't. They're waving their arms right. yeah, I don't here on the near sideline. So Kersley will have a chance in Brother Rice territory with uh, two timeouts remaining. I beg your pardon. I originally said three, but it's two timeouts for Kersley, one for Brother Rice, and 50.1 seconds left here to do some damage. Got an exciting halftime coming up. A lot of scores going on. Catholic League scores on a Friday night. We're not going to tell them yet. The tease is on. Lucas, don't get excited. This is a tease. <laughs> we can't tell them now. There's only a minute left. It's Lucas Camariotis, our on-site engineer, providing cloth drops here today as well to the crew. Well, good everything. Uh, Lucas is awesome. We're glad to have him. Trips to the left, one to the far side here for Silvis as he enters the game in the gun again here. Fades out right. Double pass. Looks to pass. He's going to keep it in his hands here on the ground and power his way forward close to a first down. He's up to the 40 and finally brought down at the 42-yard line here. And 
wanting a timeout is Kersley with 34.8 seconds left. As they talk it over, we'll step aside. 13-7 is the home team lead here on the Patriot. Have you connected with the Catholic High School League Football Game of the Week on social media? Search CHSLGO on Twitter and give us a follow. There you'll find coverage announcements, behind-the-scenes clips, news surrounding Catholic League football, and more. Send us a tweet during the game, and you can hear it read live on the air. Again, search CHSLGO on Twitter today and give us a follow. FM 101.5 and AM 1400 is your home for the best high school football coverage in Metro Detroit. Thirteen to seven is the lead here for Flint Kersley with thirty-four and eight tenths left to play in quarter number two. They are driving once again. They have a second down and one from the Brother Rice thirty-six yard line. Here is Flint Kersley, and they have one timeout remaining as they just burn one. And let's see what they go with here. Remember, no kicking game to speak of. If if they're confident in it, then we'd be surprised. But they're going for scores. Two targets left, one to the far side here. They set a man in motion to the near side. That's Livingston. And pitching it back into the hands of Jace Chapman. He looked like he wanted to throw it. He's going to run it and gain the first down. Chapman's across the 30-yard line to the 25 and finally driven down inside the 25 to about the 22-yard line here. Yep, electing not to call a timeout. 19 seconds left. Two wide receivers left. One to the far side. Takes a snap. Drifts back. Down the middle. I believe that's Chapman who catches the football again. He is pounded back down at the 17. And Kersley will burn their final timeout here with 11.1 left. Yeah, they, they got a chance. So now the decision is do you kick a field goal? Do you try to kick your first field goal of the year? Uh, or do you try to get one more play in? I think they try to get at least one more play in, try to throw it to the end zone. you got a couple receiver playmakers. Uh, but the other thing is, hey, look, if you're Kersley, you feel you might want to leave a little bit of time left and don't throw a pick. Sure. Because now is a good time to try to get three more points because, remember, they missed the extra point. So it's a six-point game. You get a field goal, now you've got yourself a two-score game anyhow. So, interesting to see how they'll play this out uh, in these final 11.1 seconds. Make a wish. This football is up to the 12-yard line here. Kersley huddling together on their own 22 as they discuss what they want to do. The Warriors on the 15. It's real hard to tell where the football is exactly here on this field. It's a scruffed-up field. This is an old-school grass. Looks like they played, you know, soccer uh, on this field and any other sport that you might play in the fall. Stiverson, the lone running back to the right hip of Silva's series. In the gun, two wideouts left, one to the far side. Stiverson's going to cut out right in the slot as a wideout. Empty set now for Braylon. He drifts back five yards, steps up in a throw. Good spiral to the left side, but that's through the hands of a brother Rice player there. Good coverage back by Milia. Yeah. As they, again, kind of threw into double coverage. Brother Rice had somebody hugging the pylon in the near side in the back of the end zone there. Amelia made a nice play yet again. 4.9 seconds left, and it looks like the Hornets have no interest in trying their first field goal of the year. They're going for it. 
barking out the signals with the motions on the near side are two members of the coaching staff, including head coach Caleb Four. 12-yard line they're saying, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Second down and 10, 4.9 left here. A scrimmage from the far hash. Three to the left of Silvis here. Takes a snap, looks that direction. Pocket collapses in the end, steps forward for a throw. It's complete, but time's going to run out. Great that tackle. football is caught at the five-yard line there, and it was a good tackle to swallow up Aiden Kuda, the sophomore target. So we head into halftime. Kersley with a 13-7 lead, trying to pull off an upset and advance in a state finals game for the first time in a long, long time. The Cien Heights University Halftime when we get back on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot is sponsored by Balance of Nature. Balance of Nature. Changing the world one life at a time. For most of my life, every year I would get a super sore throat and then it would go to my head, to my chest, and I'd be sick for two or three weeks. Last fall, I start, I got the sore throat, and I go, well, let me try this. And I took a whole bunch of capsules of the veggies in addition to the three and three that I took during the day. The next morning, the sore throat was gone, and I didn't go through that whole routine. And I attribute it to taking nine capsules of the veggies. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. To end the month of September, Balance of Nature is offering a 30% discount and free shipping on your first preferred order of Balance of Nature. This special is ending between now and September 30th, so don't wait. Call 800-2468-751. That's 800-2468-751. Or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code DETROIT. This is WDTK Detroit, the Patriot. Rich in Iowa. Go ahead. I keep hearing all these ads. If you owe more than $10,000 in taxes, you don't have to pay it. If you have credit card debt, you don't have to pay it. Then we wonder, why do these young kids think they don't have to pay for anything? As long as it's free for me, who cares what it costs you? I never thought about it that way. Rich, thank you. The John McCullough Show, weekday evenings at 6 on The Patriot. The Siena Heights University Halftime Show is next. Is your daughter in grade school and thinking about high school? Choosing the right school is one of the most important decisions you can make. Now is the time to decide which high school will set your daughter on her path to excellence. Regina High School is your answer to preparing your daughter for college and beyond. For 60 years, Regina has been empowering young women in a faith-based environment to succeed. Visit us online at reginahs.com. That's reginahs.com and learn what 60 years of experience can do for your daughter's future. The CHSL Game of the Week Halftime Report is sponsored by Siena Heights University. Well, the team in the last three seasons prior to this one with a combined win percentage or combined wins of five is leading a historic program in front of the ranks 13 to 7 at halftime is Flint Kersley, Jeremy Otto back alongside Chad Bush and I think it's worth diving right into these numbers in terms of the history for Flint Kersley. Look at 2017 and before that 2 and 7 2 and 7, 1 and 8 3 and 6, 
two and seven, wow. four and five, one and eight, one and eight, four and five, three and six, four and five, and it goes on and on and on until you get back to 1998, where they made it to the regional. At that point in the state playoffs, you only had to win one game to get into the regional final. That was a loss to Saginaw. They made it two years before that in 96. They were 9-2 that year. They lost to Lapeer, a local team here to Flint Kersley as well. In those 90s and early and late 80s, there was a number of appearances for this squad, but this is New Heights for a team that is still the underdog in this game. They're not looking like it so far, though. Yeah, and no winning, not a winning record in the 2000s. No. I mean, that's something that's just amazing. And what a credit to, to the head coach, Caleb Four and his staff uh, for, for turning things around here. But, hey, this game has perhaps been turned around by Brother Rice, who started it strong defensively. Uh, they've never really had anything to muster offensively outside of the Lacanaria touchdown pass from Coulter. Yeah, look, you can say whatever you want. Brother Rice has not had a lot of time to work with Coulter. They've had a couple of weaker opponents uh, where he has not had time to work and, and get used to his targets who are potent, but no running attack by Brother Rice really, but yet they're still in this game 13-7. to They trail it. We're surprised it's this close. We thought Brother Rice was probably going to have an advantage, but hey, Flint Kersley's for real, and and Jeremy, you know, they jumped off with a 13 nothing lead in this game. The touchdown pass from Silvis to Ethan Livingston, and then Livingston also with a 34-yard touchdown uh, catch as well, and then Lacanari with a 59-yard touchdown pass uh, catch from Coulter. So it's been a it's been a game that hasn't really found a ton of rhythm. But it's been big plays by Kersley to keep him in it and to give him the six-point lead at the break. Now the Kersley band uh, performing their match here at uh, midfield. It's a good crowd here at Flint Kersley as well, packed together, trying to stay as warm as possible. Uh, as this nice playoff game unfolds, we'll check some more scores on our Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. Ten other teams, or nine other teams in the Catholic League, they're playing today or tomorrow uh, between things, but it's a slate in the Catholic League that has another good shot, hopefully to have at least one representative in the state tournament again, right? Yeah, we want all the Catholic League teams, of course. We want to continue to work. We want to continue to do things, and Catholic League teams you look at that are playing right now that we can give you an update on, well, there aren't just any other Catholic League teams playing right now. Is that right? There are no other Catholic League teams playing right now? I missed that. Hard to believe. But scores we have, Oak Park 6, Farmington 3, King 20, Bedford nothing. Carlson and Riverview tied at 8, River Rouge and Mumford 35 nothing. Holt 7, Brighton 6, Wall Lake 7, Plymouth 7, Wyandotte 7, Livonia Franklin nothing. All of our games are tomorrow. Everest Collegiate versus Flint Beecher, Whitmore Lake versus Ann Arbor Father Gabriel Richard, Clinton versus Riverview Gabriel Richard, Detroit Central versus Loyola, and Elton Pigeon Bayport against Madison Heights Bishop Foley, Orchard Lake St. Mary's against Maryville. Well, those are some good contests, and we'll be watching all the other ones via our Alliance Catholic Credit Union scoreboard all night long as well. 13 7 is the lead in this game for the home Flint. Kersley Hornets right here on FM 101.5 AM 1400 The Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Cush Paint and Nahez Recruiting. Celebrating its 100th anniversary, Siena Heights University is offering its popular Discover Day, Saturday, November 2nd, for high school students and their families at the Adrian campus. Visitors will have the opportunity to learn about the admissions process 
to our campus, engage with staff and faculty, and find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities Siena Heights has to offer. Visit go.siennaheights.edu forward slash discover to sign up. Join us November 2nd and learn what the Siena Effect is all about. This is Stephen Nahez with your automotive technical recruitment update. Automotive suppliers and OEMs continue to struggle to fill key professional technical roles. Nahez Recruiting in Allen Park has found the hidden professional automotive candidates and experts you need by screening nearly 2,500 candidates each week. Look us up at nahezrec.com or nahezrecruiting.com. Nahez Recruiting is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School Game of the Week on The Patriot. Hey, Warrior fans, join us as your Wayne State men's basketball team kicks off their season at home on Friday, November 8th. The Warriors will take on Ohio Dominican at 7 p.m. inside the Mad Bay. Tickets are available online and at the ticket booth. Make sure you visit WSUathletics.com for all your game day information. Bring the noise this season. Go Warriors! You're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week, only on The Patriot. Dennis Prager always looks at things from a different angle. I was speaking to my producer, and he asked the question, will Americans tire of the left's hysterias? I, I think that when you have hysteria that is national and mass, and it is, of course, repeated constantly, it has an impact. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at noon on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week Halftime Report is sponsored by Siena Heights University. Welcome back, everyone, to Flint, Michigan. 13-7 is our score here in favor of Flint Kersley. Jeremy Adelbank alongside Chad Bush to bring the call here today. And it's been a first half that has seen kind of Flint Kersley get going offensively. And they had another shot at the end of that second quarter to strike in the end zone once again. Good job by the Brother Rice defense to hamper down and showing why their secondary is very solid in this game as well. Yeah, Brother Rice with some nice defensive plays defending the pass late. Amelia Phillips also made an impact stopping the run, but too many backside Silva quarterback runs for Kersley that have busted for big plays. Silva had a 55-yarder earlier in the game, which really sparked uh, Kersley. So Brother Rice needs to really tighten up and maybe spy Silva. You'd like to think they have enough on the back end coverage-wise that they could send, maybe heat up this quarterback or spy him. Sure. Uh, so you need the Brother Rice to tighten up a bit defensively. Also, hey, look, offensively, Brother Rice has, has just not had their rhythm that we've seen at times. Uh, trouble establishing the run game. Um, and, and, hey, some of it is because of the young quarterback, Coulter, but a lot of it is because of Flint Kersley and what the Hornets have been able to do here tonight. We are tracking some scores in our Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. It's a little bit tough to see some of them around the Catholic League. We have tracked a few down, though. Whitmore Lake with a 26-14 to 14 lead over Ann Arbor Richard Everest Collegiate with a 24-10 to 10 lead over Flint Beecher as well, and Clinton tied with Riverview Gabriel Richard 7-7 at halftime. Those last two matchup, Everest and Flint Beecher, and then Riverview Richard and Clinton are two pretty tough ones in uh, week one of these football playoffs for their respective schools. Also trying to track down Detroit Loyola and Detroit Central. That's been a tough one to, to locate, and obviously a number of games 
tomorrow as well. Those scores via our Alliance Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. Our score in this one, 13-7 in favor of Flint Kersley. More halftime when we get back on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and Siena Heights University. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena, a Catholic university. Located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. This is John McCullough, and you're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week. Join me Monday at 6. You're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week, only on The Patriot. Sportsmanship is still relevant in school sports. Good sportsmanship should be a given at our games. It's one of the primary reasons we have school sports to begin with, to help today's young people become tomorrow's community leaders. You can learn more about sportsmanship and download a full kit of sportsmanship ideas from the MHSA website at MHSAA.com. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. The CHSL Game of the Week Halftime Report is sponsored by Siena Heights University. Well, whatever your plans for the holidays, Alliance Catholic Credit Union wants to make sure you celebrate the season in style. Whether your way of celebrating is with a new home, a new truck, a family vacation, or maybe just taking care of some odds and ends, Alliance Catholic Credit Union has a loan for you. And to celebrate this season, they're offering special rates, including a limited-time introductory rate on a home equity line of credit and a low-rate helping hand loan. With Alliance Catholic Credit Union, you get more than great rates and the latest features. You receive personal expert service that is fitting for any member. Find out all the ways you can celebrate this season with Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Visit AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is family insured by the NCUA, equal housing lender, and a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. Jeremy Otto back alongside Chad Bush to bring the call here this evening. It's a 13-7 lead for Flint Kersley as the two teams march back out on the field here to warm up and get tuned up in the cold. It can be... You know, a little bit of a shell shock, I guess, when you're coming from the locker room and march back out there. So you want to get as loose as you can, so you're ready to go for the second half. And Brother Rice is the first team out there just a couple minutes before the start of the second half. What do you think are some keys? Well, the keys for Brother Rice is I'd like to see them establish the offensive progression in the run game and, and, and be able to get yards first on the ground and not have to have yourself in passing situations it's a limited playbook with with Coulter perhaps a guy that they've only had some limited time to work with he subbed in uh, against Lapeer what a time to come in right against Lapeer the top ranked team by the way in this Flint area uh, and, and that was Brother Rice's most lopsided loss of 24 points so getting comfortable in the run game getting yards there and giving yourself a chance to really have, they've been in these predictable passing situations. Even the touchdown for Brother Rice was a third and forever, like a third and 13. Get yourself going with a run game. On the other side, if you're 
uh, if you're this this Hornet team from from Flint, you really need to be able to solve Brother Rice in the pass game and, 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 and what they're about to unleash because it's going to be a different kind of tempo. Thank you very much. How about the Flint Kersley folks <laughs> being very friendly up here? Are these Kogels? They are Kogels hot dogs? <laughs> you, all right, you're the man. Nothing but Kogels. You come to Flint, you're going to get Kogels. Robin Goddard would love that. We digress. Uh, this is a Brother Rice team that's going to air it out. Flint Kersley defending the pass. I'm a little concerned of their depth. We'll see how they end up towards the latter part of the game when Brother Rice should have an advantage in depth. 13-7 is the lead for Flint Kersley here at halftime. That's second half on the flip side. Don't go anywhere. The CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot is sponsored by Balance of Nature. Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the Patriot Detroit skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the Patriot Detroit. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what's your favorite radio station? That's easy. FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Hey, Warrior fans, don't forget to join Josh Rennell and yours truly, Sean Belegian, for Warrior Football in your home for the Warriors, FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot, in-state battle against Davenport. Pre-game show starts at 11.45, kickoff at noon, right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 101.5, AM 1400, The Patriot, Warrior, Davenport, they get together, don't miss it, right here on The Patriot. Celebrating its 100th anniversary, Siena Heights University is offering its popular Discover Day, Saturday, November 2nd, for high school students and their families at the Adrian campus. Visitors will have the opportunity to learn about the admissions process, tour campus, engage with staff and faculty, and find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities Siena Heights has to offer. Visit go.siennaheights.edu forward slash discover to sign up. Join us November 2nd and learn what the Siena effect is all about. Now, the second half kickoff on the Patriots CHSL Football Game of the Week. Start of the second half in moments here on FM 101.5 at AM 1400. The Patriots, Jeremy Arnold back alongside Shan Bush to bring the call here tonight. Flint Kersley with a 13-7 lead. They will kick the football away to the Warriors. So what is this Warriors team you think going to come out with here in the second half? I think they're going to come out with a little bit of what they've done more of, and that's power run game. I think you're going to see a little bit more of of multiple backs. Um, I think you're going to see a run game trying to get established, maybe a double tight, multiple tight ends. I think they're a bigger, stronger team of the Warriors, and and I think at some point... You have to feel what you do best, and who you have up front is just bigger and stronger than the next guy, and I think that that's something they're going to have to even out. But i tell you what, we're used to doing the first round of Brother Rice and Groves. Right. Uh, we talk about Groves and where the game was going to be, but Brother Rice and Coach K, and, and we haven't said enough about him and getting this program back and really getting them to the point where it's – it's understood that it's going to be Brother Rice in the playoffs every year. That's going to be a given. He's really established a tradition here that 
it's still in process. It's still going, you know, and Eddie O and Jeff Calcaterra and, and, and Tom Reedy, they got things rolling here. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see how Coach K takes it to the next level. Uh, but he certainly has turned things around in his last three years. He's a former Western Michigan Bronco and a guy who's been all around, not just the private schools. Uh, it's his second go-around at Brother Rice. But he's also been around the public schools, Seaholm and and uh, Bloomfield Hills and some of those schools. Yeah, 2018, a district final loss to Groves. Mm-hmm. 2017, a district final loss to Oak Park. And then the year before that, 2016, a district final loss to Groves. Each of those years, they finished at 7-4. and four. They're 6-3 and three right now, so to at least get to that point, they obviously have to win here tonight. They have not paid, made it past the district round since 2014. That was a regional loss to De LaSalle. And of course, the three straight state championship streak from 2011 to 2013. Kersley fans making some noise as they'll kick the football off to begin things here in the second half. It's Ethan Livingston teeing it up. Sends a squib kick that's going to bounce a couple times. Bound its way to the 29-yard line and be down there by an upman for the Warriors. That's Manny Beatrice who pounces on that one. And let's see what Jake Coulter and company can do for this offense here in the second half. Coulter and company. We have yet to see um, in this first half the other quarterback, Ryan Brown. But we do have a new quarterback in there, partner. Is that we Piscopink? Do. It is Greg Piscopink, number one in the shotgun formation. He's going to fake the handoff, run it for himself, bounces a couple times past the 30-yard line, and finally propelling himself up to the 35. So that is a gain of five, and... More like six, actually, from where that spot is driven. And maybe at this point, Greg Pisco picked the 6-2 senior, saying, hey, this could be my last game. I want to be in there if that's the case. Yeah, why not? Appreciate the kid's toughness. Playing with a separated shoulder or an injured shoulder. Back to pass on this one. Hit hard as he's rocked to the turf at the 21-yard line. Eared it out to pretty much nobody. The man closest to the football was Milia. He ended his round at about the 50-yard line. That football ended up bouncing to the 35 in Kersley territory. So we'll see if that hit affects him at all. It's third and four. And it is supposed to be his throwing shoulder, and that time just throwing the ball away. But right, right away we get to see him throw the football. That clean white jersey in this muddy field is probably not going to last that long. Trips far side, one to the near. Pisco Pink back to pass again. Line drive laser across the ground is hauled in. He was on the ground to make that catch with Patrick O'Hara for the first down up to the 42. Haven't been many first downs in this game for Brother Rice, but Pisco Pink right away in his first attempt gets a first down with a run and a pass in between an incomplete pass. And uh, here comes Brother Rice on the move with their senior leader coming in at halftime. We thought he was out of this game. The lone back to his right hip is John Lockwood. Shotgun snap a little low. He handles it well, though. Lockwood uphill running there as he crosses the 40 hard, powers his way to the 45, and finally hit to the turf at the 47-yard line. A gain of five on first down. Piscopink gives you that it factor. When he's in the huddle, you feel like you've got things going your way. He's your senior. He's your leader. And this is a guy that you feel better about in the huddle. No offense to Coulter. Trips near side, one of the fire. They want Lockwood on the ground. Turning gives. He moves left up to midfield. Just shy 
of Kersley territory. Churns a couple more yards, and this is going to be third and about one and a half, it looks like. Yeah, and it's it's probably four down territory, but Brother Rice has had trouble converting third and short mids in this game. Shotgun snap again. Here, Propiscopin claps his hands, but it was a hard count as he steers to his left to the far sideline to receive the audible call here. Communicates it to Lockwood. He'll switch from his left hip to his right hip in the backfield here. Lockwood has the football. Powers his way up the middle. Boy, is that close to a first down. And the extra push at the end of that and the nose of the football plus a little more is going to power him forward for another first down. That's the second in a row. I don't think they had two first downs in the first half. I really don't. They had the touchdown. I don't remember sure. two first downs. That was downs. a quick strike, yeah. They've got two first downs in his first two drives. An impressive one by Brother Rice. Just dinking and dunking, but it's that read option. First down and 10 from the Kernsley 48-yard line. Lockwood up the middle. Has a big hole at the 35-yard line. Still on his feet, powering to the 20. And finally, barrel down at the 15-yard line. Lockwood hyped up as he pops back up from the field. And maybe that gets the Warriors' offense jolting. Yeah, it's already jolting. They've got some fire under their belly with Piscopink coming in. Unexpected from halftime. He says, enough of that. I'm going to try to make a difference. No huddle. Quick snap here. Trips near side. One of the far. He hands it off to Lockwood again. He chugs those feet and still on his feet. Not really tackled to the ground there as he runs right side. They're going to call this again a five again on first down as he's up to the 12. Jack Lockwood, downhill runner, right taking charge. A 40-yard run up the gut. Almost broke it. Now a second and mid from the six. Brother Rice has things moving. Lockwood gets a blow. It's Jaden Johnson, the sophomore back, who steps to the right of the senior QB, Greg Pisco-Pink. Pisco-Pink, delayed handoff left side for Johnson. He scurries for a gain of one, but that's going to bring up third and nearly five to go here. Yeah, not much doing there. Lockwood on the year with his longest run was 19 yards coming in. That one was his long season high for a 40-yard run, Jeremy. But third and five again. Spot Brother Rice has not been comfortable in. We'll see what Piscopink does here. Watch the read option. He barks out the signals across the offensive line. Looks right. Has a running back to his left. That's oh. Lockwood. He powers past his man on the goal line and through for a touchdown. Lockwood just Pulling guys over as he sprints himself to the left. And this game is tied, and Brother Rice will have a lead with the extra point make. Well, when you've got seniors, it means a little more. And Lockwood and Piscopink just led that team on a drive that says, we're not letting the season end. They're an extra point away from taking the lead. They once trailed 13 nothing. the Warriors, extra point away from going on top for the first time tonight. Brady Henry in to attempt the extra point here. The holder is Ray Margirio, the punter. The snap is through. A little high to the left. Margario handles it well. Puts down a good one, but the kick is no good. Off the foot of Brady Henry, so this game remains tied. Another balance of nature's score. Pure and simple. Real science. Real food. Real nutrition. 8-19 left to go in the third. 13 all on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Cush Paint and Nahez Recruiting. When you need the ultimate performance from a primer, there is only one. Zenzer Smart Prime from Rust-Oleum. Available at Cush Paint Company in Roseville. It is the next generation zero VOC easy to use water-based formula with an oil-based performance. Stain blocking power, low odor, and lead compliant. Zenzer Smart Prime from Rust-Oleum. Check it out at Cush Paint in Roseville. 
Mention The Patriot and get 10% off with our experts at Cush Paint in Roseville or CushPaint.com. Happening now, the CHSL Game of the Week on The Patriot. Jeremy Otto and Chad Bush back with you here from Flint, Michigan. We have a ball game. It's signed at 13 apiece with 8-19 left to play in quarter number three. Brother Rice with a big touchdown. John Lockwood able to move to the right side, and it was all him on that play. There's a fumble on the kickoff. This is scrambling at the 27-yard line. The Warriors think they have it all, furiously pointing to the left. And, yes, the Warriors do have it at the 26-yard line. Wow, one miscue, and just like that, Brother Rice with a short field. Wow, a muffed punt, or a muffed kickoff, and Brother Rice with all the momentum right now. Tied at 13, but ball on the side of the field already at Flint Kersley with a muffed Kick receive effort. Brother Rice in business here, partner. Pisco Pink in the shotgun trips to his left. One to the near side. Lockwood still the lone back here. We're ready and set to the line, but they will look for the play call now after being set. A clap and a snap to the right. It was outside, handling it well as Pisco Pink. And being pushed down on the near sideline is Rocco Milia, but there's a flag down about 10 yards away from him. An illegal shift is the call against Brother Rice. You saw Millie's reaction. He thought that that was going to be passive interference of, or some sort yeah, of call I thought here so. on the near side. Yeah, I saw what you did. I thought it was Melia confident that that was a P.I., and it is not. It was an illegal shift. I'm as surprised as you, but, hey, now's a chance for Brother Rice to come back. Hey, look, you don't have to do anything you didn't do last drive. I mean, this is take your shots, do what you got to do, but this is a chance for Brother Rice to keep doing it until a team can stop your run attack. Keep doing it. Trips left, Pisco Pink in the shotgun. Knee-high snap here. He's going to keep the football off the fake, and he's having all kinds of trouble stepping away from the defensive front here for Flint Kersley. Three or four guys had a chance. Bottling him up in the end is Josh Churax, a really good defensive lineman, 6'1", 240, for loss of a couple. Yeah, Truax, a great story. Burned as a child. Battled so many things. Mother battled breast cancer. Dad passed away a few years ago. Kids had 200 reconstructive surgeries on his skin, has scars. Uh, just a power lifter, strong kid. Second down and 15 from the Kersley 32-yard line. It's Lockwood who gets it up the middle, and there's just not much running room for Lockwood as he's going to gain maybe two or three yards, but that's well shy of the line to gain for the first down here. Yep, it's going to mark it at the 30-yard line, and it's going to be third and long. Yeah, third and 15, I believe, partner. Clock at 7.06 and a tie score, 13-13. Brother Rice moving left to right in quarter number three. Trips left, Uh it's a skipping stamp. Pisco Pink rolling back in trouble, steps up in the pocket, through the mud, still on his feet, fires one to the far sideline. Two Kersley defenders coming together and colliding with each other, and that will prevent the pick. That was Livingston 
and Chapman kind of looking like two guys going up for a rebound and saying, uh-oh, same team. <laughs> yeah. Wow, was that weird how everything just kind of developed there at fourth and about 14. Well, Pisca Pink able to escape, which was was amazing in its own right, but then instead of throwing it away, threw it into double coverage and they live to see another day because both the DBs ran into each other, and now it's putty time for the Warriors. Argario into to the honors. There's nobody back no, they don't here think for Kersley. They don't believe it. They are going to punt it, and it's going to go into the end zone unless Brother Rice can down it here. And they do have a man on the goal line, wow. and he's able to keep both feet <laughs> out <laughs> of play there. Wow, what a play. That is so valuable. With 6.39 to go. They've done that a few times. I mean, inside the 15, I think they've done it three times. Inside the 10 twice, inside the 15 three times. Brother Rice's punt team tonight has been very solid in uh, forcing Kersley into the shadows of their own end zone yet again. We have a final score on our Alliance Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. Farmington has won 12-6. That's the uh, upset of number five, Oak Park. Uh, at that point, so that's a big win for Farmington. They've had a really Huge good year, win. though. Yeah, their only loss, I think, was to North Farmington, yeah. who UAD will play tomorrow. Man, that's a big upset. Farmington had a lot of the kids that came over from North Farmington, or of course, uh, Farmington Harrison, rather. The other half went to North. So Kersley pinned back in their own end zone here, taking the snap as Silva's looking to hard count the Warriors. He does take it now. He's going to run it himself, moves left. Boy, not much room at all. Oh, nowhere to go. Big Newman in there. Whole slew of Brother Rice defenders. Hutto was also in the vicinity. Yeah, that front line is just dangerous. Crashing down. Not as many alleys right now when you're backed up. Brings up second down and 10 now. 6.29 left to play here in quarter number three. Two wideouts right, one to the near side. Cybers to the lone back to the left hip here of Silvis. Takes a snap after a clap here. Wants to keep it on the ground again. Boy, a bunch of mud flings up in the air as he digs out of the goal line. Powers his way up to the four-yard line, and that's going to bring up a third and eight. Keeping contained so important against this quarterback, and that time it was Ohanis Sarkeesian that made the play, turned the play in. Silva, Silva slept, uh, slipped a little bit, partner, but I'll tell you what, good job by Brother Rice to keep contain on the outside, not allow him to get outside of it, the quarterback. Third down and seven, trips right here for Kersley. A scrimmage from their own four-yard line here. Delayed as they look like they wanted to pitch it and keep it on the ground. And still there's a bunch of free real estate for him. He moves to the 10. Scampers up to the 13-yard line. That's going to be close to a first down on the spot. Looks like they're going to give it to him. As they do move those chains right to left on the far side. The Kersley fans love it. That's a big play by number one on the ground. Yeah, Braylon's just a tough guy. Silvis to bring down. Does it all on his own. Pocket. Sort of collapsed. He had all the middle of the field. Nobody's spying him. And he gets the first down by a yard. Nice play to get out of the shadows in an eight-yard pickup. Two left. Two to the far side here for Silvis in the shotgun formation here. They send Chapman in motion. They want to keep it up the middle for Stiverson. And Brother Rice said not this time. There's a couple big bodies crashing in quickly that time. Sarkeesian was one of the main men in for loss of one. 
Yeah, Matt Andoni also with a big play there. Andoni bringing it. Guy with five sacks, four TFLs coming into play here today. Second and 11. 4.34 left here in the third. It's been a quick one. It's still 13-13. Mm-hmm. Trips right side now for Silvis. He takes a snap, fakes a handoff, rules left side, looks to hit the edge. It's just not there. Nope. And Brother Rice is going to splish splash him out of bounds. Boy, he just went in a pud puddle of mud. Yeah, he went in a puddle. <laughs> Sarkeesian, who was the main man on the near side, he's all dirty. He's getting a bunch of high fives down there from Cameron Terrell and company. Well, it's an old school feel that doesn't drain quite well, but when it drains as a crown and it drips all the way down on the near sideline, he just fell into a big old puddle. <laughs> so Brother Rice not only, it looked horrible. I mean, for the Brother uh, the Kersley fans thought, oh my gosh, 15-yard penalty. No. He was just tackled into a puddle of mud. Third and 11. Two targets aside for Silvis here. Claps and takes the snap. Backs up three, four yards. All day. Looks down the right side. Has a man there. Hits him. That's Derek Phipps, the sophomore wide receiver who curls his way to the 25-yard line for a first down. Brother Rice getting no pressure. No pressure, and and when you give this kid time to throw, I don't care who you are, he's going to pick you apart. And Brother Rice, just too much time and coverage. Kersley with a solid conversion on an out route. Who caught that? Was that? Uh, Ten, Phipps. Phipps, we haven't seen him tonight. He's their third or fourth receiver. Nice play by the sophomore. Empty set this time around now for Silvis. He has five wide. Sends a man in motion to the near side. That's Stiverson, and he is brought down behind the line of scrimmage. Great job by the Warriors. That time it's Jimmy Phillips, the senior linebacker who was trolling in the backfield for a four-yard loss. Yeah, Newman, though, was a big part of it to start. Newman pushed his way through, forced it. They just started getting Newman on the defensive side of the uh, football. He's been primarily their horse offensive lineman and tackle but he's made a big mark Jeremy already in this game defensively. Football is spotted back to the Kersley 21 yard line. Second and 14. Empty set once again for the Hornets. QB run all the way. Brother Rice doing a great job on it this time. He's been real successful running the football here today is Silvis, big number 99, Matt Andoni sends him to the turf. That's 6-1 and 260 pounds worth of white and orange jersey right there. Or the pepperoni. His daddy owns shields. Does he? Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're going to get some shields after the game. Sign him up for a sponsor, too. It's a long drive, though. Third and 11. Hey, we can make it. We're hungry. <laughs> Even though we got nice Kogel hot dogs here in the booth. Trips to the left. Great accommodations. One to the far side here for Kersley. He's back to pass. Pump fakes one time. He's going to heave it along the left side. As a wide receiver there, he is wide open. He makes the catch, says Jace Chapman. A couple feet down as he kind of tumbles to the near sideline in favor of his own bench. And that looks to be just shy of the first down as he's just over the 36. Yeah, it's real close. Just an out route. Caught it. Was already on the ground. It's going to be about a football length or two. And fourth down, it was third and 11, Jeremy. They got 10 and a half. Nice play by Kersley, who, again, just continues to make timing route plays in this muddied field. We haven't had rain, but it just feels like it's raining with all the wetness in the field uh, and this grass surface. 
There was snow and a lot of rain yesterday on All Hallows' Eve. Oh, was there ever. Yeah. How was your Halloween? It was good. It fun? Yeah. It was, it was really fun. Yeah. Cut back on the candy since it's a big wedding year. Oh, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, right. Single wide receivers on each side. They want to punt it away. They kind of drifted back late that time. And kicking away is Silvis this time. He's going to get a decent one off as that crosses the 30. All the way back to the 25-yard line. With a buck 22 left in the third, the Warriors will take it back when we get back in the Patriot. Have you connected with the Catholic High School League football game of the week on social media? Search CHSLGO on Twitter and give us a follow. There you'll find coverage announcements, behind-the-scenes clips, news surrounding Catholic League football, and more. Send us a tweet during the game, and you can hear it read live on the air. Again, search CHSLGO on Twitter today and give us a follow. FM 101.5 and AM 1400 is your home for the best high school football coverage in Metro Detroit. We're going to gain a couple yards on first down. Brother Rice quick to the huddle here. Losing the football is Greg Piscopink as he tried to throw it here. Flags coming down as he's tackled at the 15-yard line. Boy, slippery ball. Kind of rolled across the mud on the far side. All over that was the Kersley defensive front. But let's check this flag. I think it could be face mask. I think it could be face mask on Kersley in a mad scramble. And if it is, boy, does Brother Rice get lucky here. Another ball that was loose and it is indeed going to go against flint kersley this is a first down partner yeah caleb for the head coach in his third season on the nearest side for kersley was not happy he clearly threw two hands downward in frustration kind of ripping off the headset so that's going to be a first down for the warriors up to their own 35 yard line on the far hash 50.6 seconds left in the third they are tied 13 apiece with kersley right now Trips right, one to the far side for Piscopink. Takes the shotgun snap, hands it off Lockwood left. Lockwood going to scramble forward for maybe a yard on first down. Pounces his way to the 34. Maybe one more play left to go in this third quarter. Well, Kersley's adjusted a bit to the to the option that Piscopink brings that extra element. He can run it. Coulter wasn't as much of a runner, and, and so Kersley's done a nice job of covering up those tackles. Trips right in a triangle formation for the Warriors here. One to the left of Pisco Pink. Back in there at quarterback here in this third quarter. Lockwood on the ground. Uphill running. He's powering forward at the 45-yard line as well. And then extra effort is going to gain him a first down with 8.8 seconds left here in the third. Yeah. Jack Lockwood coming to life. Nice 10-yard gain. The read option. Good read that time, and here they come as we ride down in the third. And Brother Rice not going to run another play. Tied at 13 as we head to quarter number four. Could there be history for Flint Kersley? Or will Brother Rice make another district final? We'll find out when we get back on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and Siena Heights University. Balance of Nature. Changing the world one life at a time. You know, I've always been high energy, you know, just going, going, going. And I turned 40 last November, and I just, I was tired all the time. Now, taking the balance of nature, I just feel good. 
rest. You know, I, I have energy when I get home to still wrestle with my kids and do the honeydews at home. Nice. I can tell that it just restored me to feeling normal, which is great. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. To end the month of September, Balance of Nature is offering a 30% discount and free shipping on your first preferred order of Balance of Nature. This special is ending between now and September 30th, so don't wait. Call 800-2468-751. That's 800-2468-751. Or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code DETROIT. Fourth quarter, just about underway after the snap here by Greg Piscopink. He has the football, fades back, looks near sideline, has Milia that's well over the hovering hands of number seven. He was at the 20-yard line. The football going to lay flat at the 16. The coverage by Silvis. It's just a second and 10 with 11.54 left in a tied fourth quarter. But that was enough to show Kersley that he can throw the football. He's fine. I mean, he may not be at his best, but he at least can throw the ball down the field. That was a well-thrown ball down the left sideline just a little bit too far. And uh, But encouraging that his arm strength's there. Trips to the right for Pisco Pink. He's in the triangle formation with wide receivers there and wanting a false start. On the line is this Kersley sideline. They're not going to get it as play continues. A fake as Pisco Pink keeps it far side. Going to be spun like a top as he crosses midfield into Kersley territory. There is a flag down in Brother Rice territory at the 48-yard line at the base of the K for Kersley here at midfield. This could be on the Kersley sideline. They're talking to the Kersley sideline. Oh, there, there was no holding on Brother Rice, but I, I, I thought there was some conversation for a moment with the head coaching staff and the near official. But this one's coming back, partner. Brother Rice penalty. Yeah, Caleb Four made a dense sprint about seven or ten yards down the near sideline to try to communicate his message with the head official here tonight. Yeah, they missed a false start, and uh, that's a holding call there that. Everybody's even now. Play ball. Going to bring up second and 17 as they're spotted back to the 39. Trips right. He has a wide receiver in that direction. Hits him. That's Patrick O'Hara who hauls in the football and gains two yards as he crosses over the 40 again to the 41. And that's going to bring up a third and long. Dare we say this is our our most competitive game we've called in quite some time? Uh, we've had some decent. I mean, the you have with Sean probably. Yeah, I mean, you and I have. Last had. week's prep bowl was close. Okay. I mean, I, I okay. don't know if it's yeah. it, it, in terms of score. I don't know. Tied in the fourth quarter. Sure. Tied in the fourth yeah, quarter. Not many. True. This is a good one. I'm glad we have this. Third and fifteen with eleven minutes still left to play in this fourth frame. Kersley fans making some noise below us. Trip to the right for Pisco Pink in the empty set, and they're staring to that far sideline. I want to talk things over here as they could not figure out what play they wanted to go with. Yeah, and you want to be careful not to turn the ball over as well, Jeremy. There. Well, Lions Catholic Credit Union is a full-service financial institution for the Catholic community. This year, the Alliance Catholic Foundation has partnered with the Catholic High School League to offer $20,000 in scholarships to students attending a Catholic High School League school 
in the 2020-2021 academic year. Their fourth annual Live It, Show It, Share It scholarship contest provides families with a great opportunity to help support their investment in a Catholic education. And as always, Alliance Catholic makes it fun for students to participate. For all the details and to apply, visit AllianceCatholic.com. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA and a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. 10.48 still left to play in what could be the final frame in this one. We're tied right now at 13 apiece. Two programs and different situations. Kersley making the playoffs for the first time in 1988. Really making some noise for the first time. They even haven't even been close to making the playoffs in a long, long time. 21 years, no playoffs. They're hungry. They are coming to life here on this big third and long for Brother Rice. From their own 41-yard line, Pisco Pink Hart counts again, and they will call a little bit of a jump on the line. Shifting left, right to left was Patrick O'Hara on the motion play, and they do throw it down, and now this becomes a third and 20. Yeah, and I think it changes the entire philosophy offensively, Greg Piscopink. The offensive coordinator perhaps changing the play. Trips left side for the Warriors here. Lockwood, the lone back to the left tip of Greg Piscopink. A little bit of an outside snap. He handles it well. Has time to throw. Now the pocket collapses. Rolling right is well behind the line of scrimmage. Flips a laser darting pass wow. to the far sideline. And that is... Caught in front of the sticks. Boy, the signal came late, but he hauled in that football and got the NFL two feet in on the far side. What a throw and what a haul over there. What a catch. Never gave up on the play. Piscopink keeps his feet alive, rolling on that right sideline, and he buries a shot 30 yards down the field for a first down. Just enough. Brother Rice quick to the line. They're up to the 36-yard line here. Lockwood has it. Barrels up the middle past the 40-yard line. He's going to gain a solid chunk of nearly six yards on first down there. Drink wine with the stop on the other end for Kersley. Caught a gain of four and a half in the end. It's seconds and six from the Kersley 40. Trips to the left for Pisco Pinkies in the pistol. Lockwood, the lone back directly behind him. Greg communicates a couple signs with the line here. And his muddy jersey takes a snap, but even with his face mask, Bask up, looks for the pass here. Nothing brewing, though. Right in his grill was Josh Truax. He's going to take him down for the sack and lose nearly five yards. It's going to be a third and nine coming up. Yeah, John Brown with a nice play also gets credit for the sack. Third and long, Brother Rice now. The miraculous play on third and 20. Now they've got third and nine. What can they do here? By the way, that was Mealy on that long catch down that right sideline. Trip to the left here for Pisco Pink. They're in a triangle formation. Greg fires a pass left side. That is caught again. Wow, no. what a catch. It should be a catch. Oh, that looked clean. It is. Move the chains. They're just not signaling catch or no, no they're catch, not. Chad. And that makes it uh, tough for us as Drew Randall is able to haul that one in. Haven't said his name much today. The senior target. It's a guy 
with a back injury at the beginning of this year, but he's recovered and made a stamp on this team. Trips right side, pistol formation again for Piscopink. Claps, takes the snap, right side run for Lockwood. No, it's Piscopink who keeps it locked. Nice Ooh. fake as he swerves to the near sideline here. He's up to the 20-yard line for a solid gain of nearly 8.5 on first down. He doesn't look injured to me. That looks like a man on a mission, on a senior year mission. And I'll tell you what, what a gutsy, gutsy play to have him come in after halftime. We didn't expect him to play in this game. There is a flag down in the play right in front of the Kersley bench. And it's a personal foul that's going to go against Brother Rice. Hit to the head is the call. The Brother Rice players kind of mystified, all looking at each other after that penalty was called. So that is going to stop the clock at 8.59 in a 13-13 game here in the fourth and move the football back. So it goes from a second down to a first down virtually. First down. They're going to say the first down was good, Jeremy, and now they're going to move it all the way back. So this is on the 35-yard line here on the near hash. Trips right side. For Pisco Pink and the pistol here. Turns and hands it off to Lockwood. Straight up the middle running. Boy, he was one slippery move away from getting away. He's able to barrel his body up to the 30-yard line. Gain some of that yardage back. And it's going to be a second and 12. That's Stiverson who plays on the D-line. Now, a lot of these guys are going both ways on the defensive side yeah. for Kersley. So watch that as the game goes on. See if the word down at all. Defensive tackle slash running back. <laughs> Where do you see that very often? Pisco Pink shift to the shotgun now. Lockwood still the lone back to his right hip. He'll switch to the left after they get the play call from the far side. Directing traffic with his left hand. Takes the snap. Fakes the handoff to Lockwood. Has time to throw. Plenty of time. Rolls it right side through the air. Wide open over there is O'Hare, I believe. He's going to pounce for the first down. Gallops his way all the way to the 13-yard line. And as the play ends, the flag comes out. O'Hare with a nice little shifty play. Piscopink saw him in the right flat just sitting there and all day. Gunned it. Heady play. Made some moves in space. But a late flag, Jeremy. This is another hit to the head, a flag. Blocking the back against the Warriors this time around. Ouch! Two steps forward, one step back. I mean, one step forward, two steps back. It's just been back and forth all day. Brother Rice with progress. They've had some negative penalties, and this one really hurts them. They were in business with under eight minutes to go inside the red zone. This one puts them outside of it. Still tied at 13 apiece here. It's going to be a second down and about four as they move this football up to the 30-yard line here. Pisco Pink has trips to his left. One to the far side here. And O'Hara, the lone back in the pistol behind him here, turns and hands it off. And moving right. Or sorry, that's Lockwood, not O'Hara. Lockwood is... They look alike. Yeah, they do. They do. Lockwood is going to... Hang on, where they spot this football. The spots have been a little bit uh, inconsistent here today, but that one is going to be at the line. It's going to be a third and four. Yep. Uh, Brother Rice does have a kicker. Keep an eye on that. they got a guy that they do trust. He has missed a field goal, but Mr. Henry has uh, 
they are in his range, perhaps, but third and short, four down territory is what Brother Rice is thinking, partner. From the Kersley 22-yard line, Pisco Pink back to the gun here, wants to throw, fades it far side, has a man there, but well over the head of Milia. It kerplunks in the back of the end zone. He wasn't even to the goal line by the time that pass broke free, and that's going to bring up an interesting fourth and four with seven minutes to go in the fourth frame. Before we get to that real quick, we have an upset perhaps. Mm -hmm. Riverview, Gabriel Richard, 17. Clinton, 14. That's a final. Thank you, Lucas. The Alliance Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. Big fourth and four. They're going for it from the 22, Jeremy, are the Warriors of Brother Rice. A late running back substitution as well as Lockwood sprints into action. Pisco Frank Trips to his left, one to the far side. Looks one more time to the sideline for the play cause. He looked like he was about to snap the football. Quick barking motion to the line to call to play. Takes a snap, hands it off right side. No, it's a throw, and it's through the hands of the intended target here on the near side. It's a turnover on downs, and breaking that play up was Connor Cooper. Wow. Kersley going to take it back in a tie game with 7 one to go. Lock in area was the intended target, usually a sure bet for a catch, but all in his space was Connor Cooper. Yeah, decided to throw it to the far side of the field. Pass was incomplete, even if it was caught. You had the feeling they were not able to get the four yards. Great coverage by Kersley right on the spot was that corner Livingston. So they'll take this back on their own 22-yard line. A little surprised they didn't go for the field goal attempt. I know the field's wet, but you look at it, it's a 39-yard field goal. They say he's got range from 40 to 45. Uh, Hard to second guess, but in this kind of field condition, I guess you can certainly understand it either way. Silvis has trips to his left, one to the far side. High snap, he handles it well. Play action here. Brother Rice sending all kinds of pressure. This is a wobbling ball. A little out route to the near sideline. It's caught, and scurrying his way out of bounds is Ethan Livingston. He's going to gain the first down as he curled to the 33-yard line. Who else? Ethan Livingston, Ethan Livingston. The guy has both touchdowns yeah. in the game for Kersley. I'll tell you who's been quiet in this game lately. It's the quarterback, Braylon Silvers. Brother Rice has done a nice job, Jeremy, of containing him. they got to watch his weak side run, though. Trips left, Silvis in the gun. He takes a snap, delayed handoff as it's in to the hands of Syverson there, but no free space going forward for him as the Warriors gobble them up. Sarkeesian, the six foot one senior linebacker, says hello for a three-yard loss. Yeah, he's just filthy. I mean, he is all over the field, figuratively speaking. I mean, this young man has been all over the outside, the weak side, contained, outside linebacker, negative running play that time. Second down, 13 to go. The clock moving at 621. Two wideouts, far side. Play action again as they fake the handoff. He's going to keep it up the gut this time as Silva's kind of scurrying his way in a zigzag formation up the field. He's going to gain the lost yardage back plus one, so it's going to be third and a long nine as they're up to the 30-yard line. Those running lanes have really closed up for Kersley, and, and give kudos to the Brother Rice defense for tightening it up. And that time it was number 45, Cameron Terrell, who made a little bit of chaos in there just enough to help uh, keep that play at a limited gain. Third and nine now. Silva's got loose in yeah. that uh, first quarter, especially and in some of the second quarter as well. 
Real quiet in the third and fourth. He sends trips to the far side here. Third and nine from their own 30-yard line in a 13-13 ball game. Back to pass, near side, he has Livingston again. He curls out from a five-yard game just to the 41-yard line. He's going to be a couple yards shy of the first down. They're going to have to punt this football. There's no way they're going for it. They respect this defense too much. 5.25 to go, a lot of game. Tip your cap to the Brother Ice defense. They have shut down the run game of Kersley. So Livingston is in to do the honors here. Millie is back deep. He really hasn't had a shot to return a football. No, he hasn't, and he's a dangerous return man, but you just need him to be secure. Ball secure now. Doesn't have to hit a home run. Snap a little bit outside. He fakes throwing it, I think, because this one is going to bounce off a Warrior helmet, and Kersley is going to recover this in Brother Rice territory at the 31-yard line. It bounced off the noggin of Stewart, careened the other direction, and Kersley was all over it with a great field position play here. Wow. Gibson with a recovery. I mean, you couldn't draw that thing up if you tried. A line drive punt. You described it perfectly right off the noggin of Stewart into the hands of Michael Gibson. And that's just a horrible break. As the punt returner, you're yelling poison, poison, poison as you're trying to see your guys and have them scatter. Right. Uh, but it didn't matter. On that kind of a low punt, it doesn't matter. It's, it's just no chance to react. His head was to the uh, return man, not the ball, exactly where it's supposed to be. Just a tough break for Brother Rice. Two wideouts aside, Silvis gladly taking another shotgun snap. He just got off the field. Brother Rice going to send three. Pipes this one to the right side of the end zone through pretty much triple coverage that time. And frustrated he's not going to get a call. Yeah, he should be. That's P.I. Yeah, it's Jace Chapman on the right side of the goal line here. Yeah, it's, it's good coverage. You credit Brother Rice, but I think that's P.I. and they got away with it. But there was also a guy on the field for Kersley that never got flagged. So I think everything evened out. There's a man down here for Brother Rice. He is on the goal line. So as they check on him, we'll try to get a number for you when we get back as well. 4.38 remaining here in the fourth quarter. We're still tied in this MHSA pre-district game from Flint, Michigan, here on the Patriot. Well, I guess we're going to stick with you here. Jeremy Otto alongside Chad Bush to bring in the call here today. 13-13 is the score with 4.38 left to play as they ascend to the Brother Rice man. It's Rocco Milia on the goal line on the right side here. Yeah, Brother Rice folks taking a deep breath there as Milia gets up slowly. He's a key part, not just of the offense, Jeremy, at wide receiver, but, but in the secondary. I mean, he's the captain at the secondary free safety spot. So they're helping him out to the far sideline here. 4.38 still left to play in the fourth quarter that's been tight. We haven't seen any scores so far in this second half since a long time ago. Winner advances to play the... Orchard Lake St. Mary's Marysville winner. That's a tough. Uh, yeah. that's a tough goal about The champions of the Catholic League, the Orchard Lake St. Mary's Eagle. It's under George Porritt, getting Bro. it done against Catholic Central, getting revenge against the only team that beat them, Catholic Central. 
The emotion Chapman to the near sideline here and keeping it on the ground is Silvis. And Silvis slivers his way past the 30 and is able to gain the 24-yard line. Still a couple yards shy of the first down. Looks like nearly three. It's going to be third and long three with 4.20 to go. You know, for Kersley, your school, that you're getting a perennial powerhouse of Brother Rice to come to your stadium. You pack the house. You got a chance to go in in a tie game with four minutes to go. Uh, I mean, you just feel invincible if you're able to get a score here. On the other side, Brother Rice with a huge third down in mid. Two wideouts left, one to the near side here for Silvis. He's in the gun, takes a snap, fakes the handoff. He wants to keep it for himself. Looked like a little bit of a broken play yes. as Brother Rice was all over the football that time. Silva's kind of running into a couple linemen, I believe, for the Warriors in the end. Man, Andoni was around the play, and that's going to be shy, and it's going to bring up a fourth down. Well, some of that chaos, I believe, was due to the defensive line of Brother Rice pushing the guard back into the quarterback, and this is going to be a fourth and mid, and the Hornets are going to have to go for it, Jeremy. He lost almost a yard. It's going to be a fourth and nearly four. The football just in front... Of the 34-yard line here. Ball on the 24 again. No kicking game to speak of. They're going for it. Three timeouts remaining for Kersley. Two for the Warriors. They're looking like they might take one here. But uh, yeah, they're going now to. there's a conversation, though. Oh, no, he's just buying time for the official. I thought at first he was talking to the official. Maybe he was. Was Caleb four. As they talk it over, we'll step aside as well. Three minutes left to play in the ball game. 13-13 here on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot is sponsored by Balance of Nature. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena. A Catholic university located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. Coverage of the CHSL Game of the Week continues on the Patriots. Fourth down and four for Flint Kersley as they scrimmage from the Brother Ice 24-yard line. Tie game for all the marbles. Here in the free district in Flint, Michigan, 13-13. Single wide receivers on each side of the pistol is Silvis. He sends Livingston in motion. He's been money today. Right down the middle, pass is caught there by Connor Cooper. He runs down the middle of the field and just like that, Kersley claws back a lead. 24-yard strike down the middle. It's Silvis to Cooper. And they have a 19-13 lead with 2.54 left. Just a little pop pass to the slot of the tight end, Cooper. He caught it with his hands. There was nobody around him. Complete caught Brother Rice by surprise. And there was nobody in front of him. Just a great catch. Pass was tall, but on a cold night, you have to secure it. He did. And he ran it in the rest of the way. 24-yard touchdown catch. Ethan Livingston in to attempt the extra point. The snap was a little off. The hold was good, though, by Silvis. And Livingston able to boom it through. 20 
to 13, the Kersley lead. Thanks to another balance of nature touchdown. Pure and simple, real science, real food, real nutrition. And I think that was a good play call on the side of Kersley. You send Livingston in motion. He's been the man right. on those situations. On fourth and three, you need three yards. You probably give it to him in a normal situation. You send him in motion. You get Cooper up the gut on just a little, you know, down uh, route type of play. He makes the catch with free space, glides into the end zone, and your team is on top here at home with 2.54 left in the district. Aaron W, DTK Detroit, Jeremy out alongside Chad Bush to bring you the call here tonight. Yeah, creative play call. They suck them in. They suck the linebackers up with a fake run, play action, pop pass over the middle, and a gutsy call. <laughs> a gutsy call, no doubt. Silvis to Connor Cooper. It's Silvis's third touchdown pass of the night. Two others were to Livingston. We got any more updates going on? We got a. Uh, you told us we got a couple upsets. Everston Collegiate is is getting blown out, 38 to 17 by Beecher. Man, oh man, that's hard to believe. This is a bouncing ball bobbled a couple times at the 31 yard line here, and finally picking up that football. The Warriors scare as Colin O'Hara is able to fall on it with 250 remaining here in the fourth quarter. 20 to 13, the lead. For Flint Kersley. Yeah, this is it. This is Brother Rice's season, this drive. And, I mean, we've we've covered them in the first round several years now in a row, it seems like. And almost all the games have been like this. So now they get a chance to come down and try to extend this season one more week for a chance for a rematch against Orchard Lake St. Mary's. Pisco Pink out there in the shotgun, fakes the handoff to Lockwood, going to keep it for himself up the middle. And Greg is going to roll right for about two yards as he chunks his way to the 35-yard line. Give them three after the spot is healthy there. Whatever happens, tip your cap to Piscopink. I mean, he's a guy that came out and played in this game, wasn't supposed to play. Uh, you know, a nice job in the first half by Coulter, the quarterback, but Piscopink in the second has done enough. Can he get him, though, to a victory? Trips left, one to the far side, low snap, below the knee for Piscopink. He's going to fake the throw. Keep it on the ground to Lockwood, but Kersley's going to keep him to just a gain of one. That's Tyler Bozinski, the junior defensive lineman who drags him down yeah. from behind. That's a guy they like. They say, hey, he's undersized. He has yep. a big motor. 42 tackles coming into today. Six and a half TFLs and a couple sacks. And as the time starts to wind down and... The game and downs get bigger. Kersley wants a timeout. It's a third and a long five with a minute 54 left to go in this 20-13 game in favor of Kersley here on the Patriot. Socialism has been tried so many times by so many different people, large groups of people, small groups of people. It always fails. Always. Just take a look at San Francisco, Los Angeles, where they've been under socialism for a longer time than we here in Michigan. And uh, it's, it's distressing. The John McCullough Show, weekday evenings at 6 on The Patriot. You're listening live to the CHSL Game of the Week. We 
Michael Barnburner here in Flint's. A minute 54 left to play in the fourth. The Warriors are the big player. They have it on their own 36-yard line. Down a touchdown. It's third and five. Pisco Pink out there in the empty set. Trip to the left. Two to the far side. He takes a snap. Chest high. Rolls right side. He wants the first down and has it. Greg's still on his feet. He crosses into Kersley territory at the 44-yard line. And an extra flag is going to come down probably for a horse collar. It is a horse collar. What a big play by Piscopin. Gets it done with his legs. Stepped back. Read the defense. What he does best. And took off down the right sideline. He's going to get well into Kersley territory. With 1.45 to go, Jeremy, I think this puts him down at about the 25-yard line already on the Piscopink play and penalty. So Brother Rice has two timeouts remaining, one on the other side for Flint Kersley. It's almost like you don't want to get in too quickly here at this point now. Good problem to have. Up to the 31-yard line of Kersley. They scrimmage from the far hash. Pisco Pink back to pass, has plenty of time, darts a pass down the middle, that is incomplete. What a play to catch up and get in front of that football by Nick Drinkwine. Patrick O'Hara, the intended target, Drinkwine kind of bolted from nowhere and just knocked that football away. Little vino for Drinkwine, what a name, what a play over the top from the safety spot, great coverage. I'll tell you what, a wonderful throw as well by Pisco Pink, that was a good high school football play all around. Second down and 10, a minute 38 left to play here in the fourth quarter. 20 to 13, the Kersley lead. Trips left side still for Pisco Pink. And that mud-soaked jersey. Motions is running back out right side to play wide receiver. He wants to keep it on the ground. Shifting forward, trying to slither for the first down. He's across the 25, up to the 20, and that spot's going to be real close. They might give it to him. Yeah, they're going to have to measure it. It's that close. Pisco Pink saying, hey. I'm a senior. I'm going to take promise. I'm a senior. I'm going to take you to the promised land. Just ride these legs for now. First down. Move the chains. Up to the 21-yard line officially here. Shotgun formation still for Greg. Takes a snap. Backs up. Has plenty of time. Airs it out to the far sideline. Incomplete, but slipping on the goal line there. Who is that? That is number 12, Drew Randall. Yeah, I thought he had uh, his guy in the slot. Thought he had the guy in the slot. Uh, wide open. And was that Lacanaria in the slot? Perhaps. He missed him, but lived to see another day at second down. Second and 10. Clock stopped at 109. Disco Pink barking out orders. As Lockwood to his right, they look a little confused out there as they. Look his second and third time to the right sideline. Two timeouts left for Brother Rice. Got to get one off here. A clap and a snap. Lockwood has the football on the ground, moves left side, powering through up to the 10-yard line, close again to the first down. 58.5 left. They do stop the clock to move the chains. Yeah, Brother Rice with their most productive offensive possession. First and goal here for the Warriors. 54 seconds left on what is now a running clock here. Lockwood, the lone back to the right hip of Greg Piscopic. He has two wide receivers on each side. Takes the snap, it's high, even with the face back. Face back has a man curling down the middle, incomplete. 
threw it a little bit too quickly that time for Drew Randall, and there were a couple men there for Kersley to defend that pass. It's a second and goal with just 37 seconds left. The Warriors holding on to their last two timeouts. Yeah, plenty of time right now. Plenty of time. 37 seconds left. Two timeouts, Jeremy. Might want to sneak in a run here just to catch him element of surprise, but you got to be ready to run a play or call a timeout quickly behind it. Lockwood motion out to the right side as a wide receiver. Pisco Pink going to keep it on the ground through the mud, trying to barrel his way past the goal line. Hands it to the left side. It's a touchdown for the Warriors. Wow. The senior relentless to the left side, slithering his way through the mud and sliding to his biggest touchdown of his career thus far with 29.5 seconds left. And the season continues. Now the big extra point. How about Piscopink? Single-handedly on that drive. Led to the touchdown. Running it. Bulldozing his way in the end zone. 29 and a half seconds left. A big extra point coming up. Brother Rice electing to go for one. This it's is a not choice. a given no, it's with not. the conditions. Not a th- and they're going to think about it. And I like this. They're going to think about going for two here. 29 and a half seconds left. You're on the road. You're in overtime potentially it's a lot to think about and a lot to go over with your staff. Well, whatever your plans for the holidays, Alliance Catholic Credit Union wants to make sure you celebrate the season in style. Whether your way of celebrating is with a new home, a new truck, a family vacation, or maybe just taking care of some odds and ends, Alliance Catholic Credit Union has a loan for you. And to celebrate this season, they're offering special rates, including a limited-time introductory rate on a home equity line of credit and a low-rate helping hand loan. With Alliance Catholic Credit Union, you get more than great rates and the latest features. You receive personal expert service that is fitting for any member. To visit or to find out ways you can celebrate the season with Alliance Catholic Credit Union, visit AllianceCatholic.com. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by NCUA, equal housing lender, and a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. 20-19, Flint Kersley. 29.5 seconds left, pending an extra point or maybe a two-point try, depending on what they decide to do here. I think they're going for the extra point and trying to find a clear spot. And they're choosing to go middle, and this is the right choice. Big extra point, 29 and a half ticks left. Brady Henry, who's wearing number 30 here today, the regular number eight, six foot tall, 200 pounds with the biggest kick of his life. High snap, the hold was okay, the kick is blocked! Blocked across the line! And with 29.5 seconds left, Flint is in a frenzy! Snap was high. It was on the snap. Snap was high, they had no chance to bring it down in time. And the kick sails left. A real tough break for Brother Rice after seemingly having a chance to tie this game and go to overtime. Mm. Man, oh man. Well, you got to go for the onside kick here. Yep, not over. 29 and a half seconds left. You've got one timeout left and a chance and a prayer and an onside kick, but... Oh, boy. To have all that momentum back and then to miss an extra point. Mm-mm-mm. That's a tough one to swallow. Kersley coaching staff saying, hey, all the players get far away from the field. You don't want any kind of penalties here. They're looking to advance in the state championship series, I guess, if you will, for the yeah. first time since 
1998. Wow. It's the first time they've been here since Unreal. 1998. Unreal. They lost in the regional that year. Only took one win to get to the regional final at that point in MHSA history. Brady Henry teeing this one up at the 40-yard line. Second miss extra point of the game, too, Jeremy. Both teams have missed one. Brother Rice has now missed two. And Talk about special teams and how important it is, and especially in weather games like this. Man, hate to see a game decided by that, don't you? I mean, no matter no which way, you just the way to this see has a gone for sure. Brother Rice planning what they want to do here. They're going to bunch up now as uh, Henry goes back. And ooh, Henry was ready to deliver the football there. But Kersley yeah. going to burn the timeout with 29 and 5 tenths to go. It's 20 to 19 in favor of the home Hornets here today. Yeah, Brother Rice, it's been a great year. They knocked off Eisenhower 7 nothing to start the year. Uh, they, they come back. They beat UAD. They beat De La Salle. They have a win over Garen Catholic. I mean, this is not a year that you look at and you think, wow, what a disappointment. They've had some big wins, some nice wins, but, uh, boy, if you get to this point and this is how it ends, it's really hard to live with the fact that an extra point, two miss extra points, is what kept you from advancing here tonight. But still got an outside kick left, and Kersley with a phenomenal season story. You can't really say much about it but you look at their wins i mean their best win there's no doubt would be this and brother rice is is probably arguably uh the second best opponent they played all season so henry teeing this up at the 40 yard line here kersley pinching in kind of setting a man back deep at the 30 yard line but everybody realizing what's at stake here with the onsider or at least the dribbler they are going to face a flag. There was a whistle and an offsides before on Brother Rice. This should be declined, and this should be the game. The kick is caught by number seven, Cody Joslin. Joslin caught the football for Kersley at about the 40-yard line of action here. The clock at 28.8 seconds right now, 20 to 19, the Kersley lead. After we saw a missed extra point by Brady Henry just seconds ago in game action. So they're going to move this football back to the 35 yard line here. You get an offsides as the kicking team, well, you get to do it again. <laughs> Doesn't seem like a fair penalty, does it, if you're no. Kersley? Wait a minute. They were offsides. <laughs> we recovered, and now we've got to do this again? <laughs> Something doesn't seem right about that. Well, Brady Henry will get a second chance to redeem himself here. Yep. Tease it up at the 35-yard line of the far hash, and we have another timeout. The yeah. chess match continues. Timeout. And a king here, a pawn there, a queen there. And <laughs> Do you play chess? No. I'd... You're usually playing chess, I'm playing checkers. Yeah? Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> you're a chess guy, I'm a checkers guy. You're way brighter you wanna, than me. You want to play a game before we leave here? Uh, no. For an hour and a half drive? Why don't we talk about it on the way <laughs> okay, home? Okay, that's You've got to get to Southfield, do some I do. more studio work. Yeah. You turn into a busy man. You've got college basketball broadcasts. Yeah, I'm excited. 
Yeah, man. I'm excited for you. We'll be uh, kind of battling in our own radio perspective when yeah. Eastern takes on Detroit Mercy. I come to your uh-huh. house. Yeah. I come to you, Callahan. I'm excited for that. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> 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 Don't get too excited, buddy. All of the trash talking again. <laughs> oh, this one's not over yet. No, 28.8 seconds left. 20 to 19, the lead for Kersley. Another onsider coming up here for the Warriors. No, they'll kick it deep as this one is going to range back towards oh. the end zone. 10 to the 2-yard line here. And taking a knee on that is Kersley. There's a flag that comes in after the play and some pushing and shoving. Now is not the time to do that, fellas, here. Your brother Rice. Well, I don't think brother Rice. The kid didn't mean to hit him for brother Rice. He tripped and fell. He was trying to hold up. And I understand the Clint Kersley young man take an exception to it, but I know it was incidental. He was not intending to do that. Well, that's it, buddy. What a win for Kersley. This is something. 13-0 lead. Brother Rice comes back, cuts it in half. And, uh, you know, 13-7 game. Brother Rice ties it up. 25 and a half seconds left on the Piscopink scramble from nine yards out. And then the extra point is missed. Unbelievable. There is a, uh, I think, personal foul after this kick, but the delay is really unnecessary. Or the Rice kid did mix it up with the Kersley kid. But this is over for all intents and purposes. And now we look to recap what happened in the other games. And also, Jeremy, what's ahead for tomorrow? I know we've got a whole lot uh, going on tomorrow with the Saturday games, including uh, UAD and St. Mary's amongst others. Yeah, St. Mary's will take on Flint Kersley, likely, as long as everything straightens out here with the victory formation with 26.2 to go. Yeah, and if you're handicapping that game, St. Mary's beat Brother Rice 44-21 to back at Orchard Lake on the 5th of October, almost a month ago. Just a formality in terms of where the football is spotted. It'll come up to the 34-yard line here. 26 and two-tenths left. A knee away from what you could call history here today for how long it's been since Flint Kersley has moved on and or been in the playoffs. The knee, and they'll celebrate his hands fly in the air. The cell phone's out to record the history punched today. The men in blue, yellow, and white jumping up and down near midfield as they get ready to shake hands. The clock getting ready to wind down in the student section, getting ready to rush the field in the right corner of the end zone. Well, not allowed to do that until the handshake commences, but it's an impressive yeah. 20 to 19 upset of a good brother Rice team here at home for Flint Kersey. We'll break it all the way down when we get back here on FM 101.5. AM 1400, The Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Cush Paint and Nahez Recruiting. Is there anything wrong with being a good sport? Helping an opponent up after knocking them down? Sincerely congratulating the other team after the game, win or lose? Showing respect for referees? It's how we should act every day at every game, because nothing beats good sportsmanship. To learn more about sportsmanship, visit the MHSAA website. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. 
Warrior fans, don't forget to join Josh Rennell and yours truly, Sean Belegian, for Warrior Football on your home for the Warriors, FM 101.5 and AM 1400, the Patriot in-state battle against Davenport. Pre-game show starts at 11.45, kickoff at noon, right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 101.5, AM 1400, the Patriot, Warrior, Davenport, they get together, don't miss it, right here on the Patriot. Dennis Prager here on the next Dennis Prager Show. Sitting in for me will be Nick Adams' final day of the Jewish religious holiday season. You could see the Bible holidays and understand that they say, hey, you shouldn't do work, so I don't broadcast. Anyway, Nick Adams doesn't need an introduction. This is the Australian who became an American and helps America. Dennis Prager, weekdays at noon on The Patriot. time since 1998 Flint Kersley will have a second playoff game they'll likely face I can't even say that at this point but Orchard Lake St. Mary's you'd think would win tomorrow 2019 the final score in this one before we break it down let's tell you about Alliance Catholic Credit Union they have a full service financial institution for the Catholic community this year the Alliance Catholic Foundation has partnered with the Catholic High School League to offer $20,000 in scholarships to students attending a Catholic high school in the 2020-2021 academic year. Their fourth annual Live It, Show It, Share It scholarship contest provides families with a great opportunity to help support their investment in a Catholic education and, and, and as always, Alliance Catholic Credit Union makes it fun for students to participate. For all the details and to apply, visit AllianceCatholic.com. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. 20-19, your final in this one as Flint Kersley hangs on. A missed extra point by Brady Henry. Was it tipped at the line? I don't believe it was. I think it was just a high snap. It was so high, and the snap really threw everything off. By the time it came down, it may have been tipped, but the culprit of it all, I would say, I mean, it was the high snap that sure. just ran everything ragged and led to the missed extra point. Now, these two teams, obviously, in different situations. Flint Kersley really trying to rally and you know fight for what could be a nice run. For them, they'll run into a tough team next week regardless. But when we look around the Catholic High School League, what are some other games you're looking towards tomorrow as well? Yeah, tomorrow the big game, North Farmington and UAD, Orchard Lake St. Mary's as well. We'll, we'll, we'll take on Marysville, as you spoke of. And uh, we're also looking forward to seeing another Saturday action of uh, Cranbrook. Cranbrook takes on Harper Woods. Those games should be exciting, but uh, most everything in the first round uh, has, has not been as, as highly touted than we could see. We saw upsets tonight. Everest Collegiate goes down to Flint Beecher 38-17. to And uh, Dakota beats Chippewa Valley 34-13. to That just in. Wow. Dakota, a team that Orchard Lake St. Mary's beat in week one uh, of this football year. Yeah, all our scores tonight via our Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. So stay tuned to PatriotDetroit.com and at CHSLGo. 
on Twitter. Also, our Patriot Detroit Facebook page as well. Search FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. We'll announce the matchup at some point next week. Obviously, we have no idea where we're going, and that's kind of fun at this point to you know, follow all these teams. Hopefully, yeah. we can follow a team all the way to the state championship. We've been able to do it every year. That just shows you how good this Catholic High School League is. Yeah, congrats to Coach K and, and all the Brother Rice Warriors. They finished the season 6-4, and four, but we also want to say thank you to the fine host here at Flint Kersley. And uh, the Hornets are moving on. They're now 8-2. and two. They'll play Orchard Lake St. Mary's most likely next week. For Lucas Camariotis, Brian Bolesky, and Chad Bush, my broadcast partner here today, I'm Jeremy Otto. We will see you next week. The CHSL Game of the Week is proudly sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union, Siena Heights University, Balance of Nature, Cush Paint, and Nahez Recruiting. Learn more about Catholic League football at chsl.com. And stay tuned to FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.